and we are live how's everybody doing tonight my name is anthony brian logan and you're watching and or listening to abl live thank y'all for joining we got a whole lot going on all over the internet all over mainstream media all over the place there's quite a bit going on we got to cover a whole lot of different things tonight and before we get into it i just want to thank y'all for joining you could be almost anywhere in the world and you're right here with me live on the show can't thank you enough shout out to my man cal rittenhouse who is out of jail for now hopefully he stays out and does not go back to jail or to the penitentiary or anywhere like that but he is out the left they're mad talking about oh he's a white supremacist white supremacist what's up with these white supremacists shooting other white people they're not very good white supremacists now are they Shout out to my man, Cal Rittenhouse. He did what he had to do. When you got this adult, mind you, he's underage. You got this adult sex offender attacking him. What are you going to do? What should he do? We'll talk about that. Also, the Rudy Giuliani press conference. It was a wild press conference, but there was a lot of good information that was disseminated at the press conference. We'll see how it all plays out. That's what I want to see. I want to see the end result. I want to see the end game, how this whole thing pans out with the election fraud and things like that. Tucker Carlson, are you upset with him? Did he do his job? We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And again, I thank y'all for joining yet again. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show and let me get the correct screen up there we go and let me fix that thank y'all again for being here we got a whole lot going on tonight we're talking about cal rittenhouse and of course giuliani and a few more things what else we got going on uh tucker carlson of course and Sidney powell i'll talk about that gavin newsom having this, uh, you know, the, the birthday party for his lobbyist friend at this restaurant was called French Laundry. I think that's the name of it. I'm not fancy enough to go to a restaurant called French Laundry. You know, they're talking about the minimum, the bare minimum to eat at that restaurant is like $300. And if you spend $300 at this restaurant, you're probably just going to get a cup of water and maybe a napkin and a paper straw. That's about it. You're probably going to spend $1,000 on average at French Laundry in Napa Valley. And I tell you what, if I spend $80 at Cheesecake Factory, I'm upset. I'm, I'm, I want to talk to the manager. I want to put on the Karen wig and go ahead on my business. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to get the manager on the line. I'm trying to get the CEO of whatever company owns Cheesecake Factory on the line. Why did I spend so much? This is This is ridiculous. So to spend $1,000 at a swanky restaurant, no mask, no social distancing, none of that type of stuff. They're not outdoors. They were indoors talking about, oh, I made a mistake. And it was funny seeing people talk about, oh, it wasn't a big deal. They were tested. Well, if it wasn't a big deal and they were tested, then why is the man apologizing? Apologizing for what? What do you have to apologize for if you did nothing wrong, Gavin Newsom? It's, it's crazy. But why apologize for going to the event if 
you did it. If you sit down and eat at this event, you, you sat down and ate at the event. There ain't nothing else to it. You did that. So that should be pretty much all she wrote. Oh, yes, that's right, uh, Gub Dig. Newsom is the definition of a hypocrite, for sure. Ain't no, ain't no if ands, or buts about that. Big time hypocrite. My thing is this. If you want to talk about people got to stay at home and no families coming together for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, and you got to wear a mask. They were talking about you got to put a mask on if you go out and you can only be with your family group. And when you go out to eat, your mask must be on while you're eating. And you just pull the mask down to take a bite and put a mask back up while you're eating. But he gets to go outside with no mask on at all and eat to his heart's content, eating and drinking and carrying on, having a good old merry time. But you, no, 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 you can't do that. If you get to go out at all, which is going to be kind of difficult, you got to put a mask on and then pull it down between each bite of food. And when you're chewing your food, you got to have your mask on over your face. So you got to have your, your you got to have a muzzle on while you eat. You don't even treat dogs like that. I never even seen a dog eat with a muzzle on. The muzzle is to prevent them from biting you or biting somebody else. It's not to prevent them from, you know, being able to chew. They, they, they're going to eat with the muzzle off. So you get treated worse than the dog. Why they get to have these high ticket, big ticket dinners with no distancing, no mask, doing whatever they want to do. Talking about some mistake. Ain't no mistake. Okay. A mistake is, all right, I'm walking down the street. I trip over the curb and I fall. That's a mistake. It was accident. I didn't mean to do it. I did not fall intentionally. But if I go to a restaurant, sit down, eat for like three hours, pay my tab, give everybody hugs, handshakes, kisses, high fives. Nah, I, it wasn't a mistake. I just regret that I got caught. I regret that now I'm being called to the carpet. I regret that somebody took a picture of me and put it on the internet. So now I got to defend it. And my question would be, how did he think that nobody would see what was going on with that picture? How did he think that nobody, it's like you don't even really care. These politicians do whatever they want. Same thing with the mayor of D.C., Mario Bowser, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, and everybody else in the Democratic Party. You got Dianne Feinstein, 87 years old, with no mask on, all over Capitol Hill. Nancy Pelosi doesn't really wear a mask at 80 years old. So it's like they could do whatever they want. And if you didn't know, Gavin Newsom is Nancy Pelosi's nephew. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. But yeah, this whole thing with the mask, I'm pretty much through. There's mask mandates where I live, but people just do whatever they want. It ain't really no, there's no real enforcement or anything of the sort. You could just do what you want. And that's, and that's what it is. Let me see. Uh, Rapper 10,000 says, does your mayor or governor do that to your state? Well, we have a mask mandate here, but, um, Nobody, there's, there's no enforcement. Where I live, the police chief got on TV and said he's not going to enforce it. So you, you, you might have a mask mandate, but it's irrelevant if it's not going to be enforced. You could just wear it if you want or not wear it if you want. The choice is yours. You just got freedom that way. And that's what it should be. If you want to put a mask on it, go ahead. If you feel like that's going to protect you, that's going to help you or whatever, and you want to, you know, contribute to the greater good, you want to help defeat the virus or whatever you think in your mind, then go ahead. It's a free currency. You put it on. All right. And you couldn't do that in days past because it's a security risk. All right. If you go into a bank with a mask on, it was the craziest thing. I went into a bank recently 
and I had a mask on. It's like, man, are they, am I going to get locked up for this? <laughs> if, if this was about five years ago, they would call the police immediately on me. You know, big tall dude with a mask on. I mean, I, I have robbery written all over me at that particular point. But now you, you're required to wear a mask in certain banks, you know, or you can't even go in. So it is what it is. But thank y'all again for being here yet again. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. Uh, let me see. Okay. Julian says Newsom was Pelosi's nephew by marriage. No longer her nephew after divorce within the family. Okay. I see. Is, it, is that how it works? Like if you're a nephew by marriage and there's a divorce that happens, is that, did the family ties break? I guess it does work like that. Because if you got a brother-in-law, that the brother-in-law is no longer. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Now, yes, Cal Rittenhouse is out of jail. He's out of jail. He had a $2 million bond and he was able to meet that. Thanks to a lot of you guys out there. If you guys contributed to Cal Rittenhouse's fund in any kind of way, whether you just shared a video, you gave some money, whatever you did, wrote an email, talked about it, whatever you guys did out there, you helped get Cal Rittenhouse out of jail. So, I thank y'all for helping this happen. But you had the actor Ricky Schroeder or Schroeder. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, he was in a movie or something talking about spoons. I don't know what that was. You guys know in the chat. You guys are smarter than I am. But he helped. Uh, he, you know, brought his own money out to help Cal get out of the jail. And also Mike Lindell, the CEO of My Pillow, you know, put his own money up to get Cal Rittenhouse out of jail. So now he is home for now. And I got to repeat that because I don't want to make it seem like he beat the case or nothing like that. If you are not an American or you don't really understand the way bail or bond works, this is how it is. If you get locked up before you get convicted for a particular thing, like let's say, okay, you get arrested and you have a charge, murder, whatever it is, you may... Stay in jail until your trial or you may be released until your trial. And then you got to go to court and go through that whole thing. If you get convicted, then you get put into custody and you got to serve your time. If you don't get convicted, then you can just go home. Now, it's a thing called bail. If you get locked up and they after they arrest you, you may be able to post bail to get out of jail up until your trial date, and all you do at that point is just go to trial and come home. You don't go back to jail or anything like that. Now, Cal Rittenhouse's bail was $2 million. I'm not sure if that was full cash bail or whatever it is. Sometimes they say, okay, you got a bail amount of, let's say, 100000 but all you got to do is pay 10%, so that's 10000 So I'm not sure if it was a full cash bail or what. Again, you guys know in the comments better than I do. But whatever the case may be, the bail amount was $2 million. And he was able to come up with that with the help of many people. Like I said, a lot of you guys out there helping and also Ricky Schroeder and Mike Lindell of My Pillow, the CEO of My Pillow. They were able to come and get him out of jail. Now, he still has court action that he's facing. He still has charges on his back. He has a charge of the gun, you know, of the of the rifle that he had and also um, murder and or um I think assault or something like that because he 
shot three people and two of them died. Now, the gun charge is going to be kind of tricky because it's, it's stories floating around. They're saying that it was a straw purchase, meaning Cal Rittenhouse gave his friend some money and then the friend went and bought a gun for Cal. That's the story that I hear. That could be true. It could be false. If that's true, that's illegal. You can't do that. And again, if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. And Cal Rittenhouse was too young to have the gun. But, hey, the lawyers might come through and figure out a way to make that not really be a thing. But that might be a little bit tricky. Now, as far as any kind of murder or manslaughter or anything like that, he'll beat those charges because it was totally self-defense, 1,000%. The gun charge would not impact the self-defense or murder or manslaughter or anything like that. He could be convicted, technically, speaking in a hypothetical sense, not saying he would get convicted, but let's just say somebody had a similar case and they had a gun charge because they had a gun illegally and then it was murder charge. Now, you might eat the gun charge, go to penitentiary for that, go to jail for that, but beat the murder charge because it was justified. It was self-defense. And in the case of Carl Rittenhouse, it was all self-defense. On the videotape, you see guys chasing him. And, you know, one guy fired his gun off first. And one guy had a gun visibly in the video on Carl Rittenhouse while he was on the ground. And it was only... At that point, when the gun was brandished on him, did he shoot that guy? Another guy had a skateboard trying to hit him with it. He got shot. And then the other guy, the first guy that got shot, the pedophile. Yes, he was a convicted sex offender, a pedophile. He got shot after he cornered Cal Rittenhouse and was trying to attack him. After he threw some kind of bottle, Molotov cocktail, whatever that was at him, he was being attacked. He ran away from certain situations. He was trying to avoid any kind of problems, but it came to him. Okay. So that was all self-defense, 1,000%. Okay, somebody said the thing that um, the actor was in, Silver Spoon. Yeah, so that's what the the movie or whatever that was, Ricky Schroeder was in, Silver Spoon. That's one of the guys that helped Cal Rittenhouse get out of jail. But anyway, what he did was totally self-defense. He has a good team. Shout out to Linwood. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to everybody that came to his defense. But... The murder charge, all that, he, he'll beat that. The gun charge, I'm not really sure. But I'm glad he's out of jail for the time being. This is going to be kind of a lengthy process, in my opinion, with the court and all of that. Ain't no point in him just sitting in jail throughout this whole court process. Let him be at home and chill. And then he can go to court whenever he needs to, beat the case, and then come back to society as a normal person. That's That's pretty much where I look at it at. All right. So, yeah, he is out. And it's only going to be a matter of time before we see how this whole thing plays out. But the, the media, they're mad. They're triggered. They're talking about he's a white supremacist. Now, here's my question to you guys out there. Um, how is a white... What what makes Cal Rittenhouse a white supremacist? If he's a white supremacist, he's not a very good one. Just like the guys in Charlottesville. Not very good white supremacists. All right. You kill one white woman, allegedly, in Charlottesville, but you're labeled a white supremacist. Cal Rittenhouse kills two white guys shoots one white guy in self-defense but he's a white supremacist so cal rittenhouse appears to be white might be something else i'm not really sure but whatever race he is the guys that he shot were white 
so how does that make Cal Rittenhouse a white supremacist? People talking about, oh, the Klan got him out and all this and that. I don't, I don't really get it. Well, I do get it. People are just dumb. That's all that is. <laughs> People are just dumb. You know, Cal is not, what, what, what Cal did was defend himself. People want to say because they were out there so-called protesting for Black Lives Matter, meaning the guys that got shot, then that means Cal Rittenhouse is racist. So although the guys that he shot were white, since they were out there, quote unquote, for black folks, as the cool kids say, then that means he's racist. What? They were out there in a malicious way. They were out there tearing stuff up. They were out there, you know, burning things down, burning things down. A lot of black folks used. You had black women, older black ladies, not with a whole lot of money, like almost homeless on TV crying, talking about, I can't go to my store. I can't go my normal route. Where am I going to go now? They don't really care about that. The, the BLM people and the Antifa people that got shot out there that night in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where Kyle Rittenhouse was at, they don't really care about that. All they care about is just engaging in general chaos and lawlessness. That's what it's all about. It's not about trying to help anybody. It's not about trying to be, um, you know, a, a true supporter of Black Lives Matter. If you really think Black Lives Matter then stop going to these black areas and firebombing it, tearing it to pieces. You know, every day I keep hearing about Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, they killed us and they tore stuff down. Meanwhile, you got Black Lives Matter doing the exact same thing all over the United States. Every single year when somebody gets shot by police or probably should have been shot by police. And that's seen as for progress and woke and hope and change. It's like, what? I don't get it. So, you get in your neighborhood firebombed, and that's good. But when it happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that was bad. And you want to use that as a reason why you can't go forward today. Same thing with the L.A. riots. Oh, it was an uprise, and we might do it again. Why? To bring your own neighborhood down? And I've been down that way in L.A. before. And it, it's, not like it's, it's not like some kind of metropolis right now. Maybe you guys in the comments know better than I do. But just maybe burning your own neighborhood down does not create some kind of just, you know, utopia of resources years later. All you're going to do is just make your situation worse. If you already got a bad neighborhood, poor neighborhood, you make it that much poorer. If you burn down a business that probably didn't want to come there anyway, they're not going to come back when they rebuild. But hey, it, it is what it is. Yeah, so shout out to Cal. Is Cal, somebody says Cal is su suing Biden. He should. He, he most certainly should <laughs> because you got a lot of people out there that are just, you know, they're sending slander and libel his way. It's self-defense all day long. If the guy did something he shouldn't have been doing, I would say it, but you can't pull a gun on somebody, get shot and then cry to victim. That's called throwing a stone in your hat in your hand. Okay. You throw a stone at me, hit me square in my head and I'm bleeding. And then I throw a stone back, hit you right in your head and you're bleeding. And you want to say, Oh, he's a white supremacist. He hit me. It was like, excuse me, sir, you hit me first. Okay, my head, my head is over here bleeding. I got a big gash in my head, okay? I, I need stitches. I need surgery. I need to go to the doctor right now. I got to go to the ER right now. But you're the victim? It's crazy. So, hey, thank you all again for being here. I definitely appreciate you guys. You guys are the best audience on the internet. Oh, we got a few trolls in the building. But you know what's funny about trolls is that it all helps me. So if I got a troll in here watching the channel, thank you because you're just helping the algorithm. It's a viewer. I don't even really, if, you, if you're here viewing it, it doesn't even really matter. 
if you are supportive or not, and I might turn you in the other direction. Okay. So all you're doing right now is just, you're, you're hearing my voice in your head. It's not going to go anywhere. You know, my name, you know, who I am, you know, I'll sound, you might have those that are around you. If you got anybody around you and they're hearing what I'm saying, they might like what I'm saying. So all you doing is helping me just spread the message. So thank you for trolling. I appreciate you. And if you're here trolling, go ahead and give me a like. I'd appreciate it. If you dislike it, that's fine too, because it's all engagement. So if you want to help the channel grow and help the message spread more, just stay here. When, when you stay here and that viewers to me, you're helping it get out there more. The more viewers, the more engagement helps the message spread. So if you want to spread conservatism, if you want to spread conservative values, keep on trolling. <laughs> that's pretty much how it goes. And shout out to everybody that supports the channel. The 99.999% of y'all that support the channel. I appreciate you guys. All right. And let's talk about... um. Oh, that doesn't say anything about Cal Rittenhouse. So, like I said, he's out, but he may go back. Um, He may get locked up again in jail, or he may go to the penitentiary. If, you know, he has his court date and he loses for whatever reason, he could go to the penitentiary or back to jail. And the difference is jail, that's like short term, usually. But a penitentiary, that's like, you know, you're going Gitmo, Big Rocks, Little Rocks, that type of thing. You're going away for a while. You're going to prison at that point. So hopefully Cal Rittenhouse does not go to prison, does not go to the penitentiary or to jail or anywhere else because what he did was 100% right. A hero of my book, for real, talking about, oh, you should have stayed home. So if he stayed home and they burned no businesses down and people that work there, they don't have a place to work anymore. They got to try to figure out a way, a way to make money. I mean, do, do, do they matter? Does it really matter? You know, I, I guess not. I guess it's kind of irrelevant, but hey, it is what it is. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Dusty Brown. Dusty, Dusty Brown says 99.99 support like the COVID survival rate. Hilarious. That is fantastic. 1000%. They're trying to shut down the country yet again. And I figured we'd be here at the end of the year. I figured it, it was like, okay, they're going to shut the country down for a brief period of time. And then summertime's going to come. It won't be as bad. You know, foot off the gas, and then it'll come right back when it starts to get cold, and they do shut down again. Okay, I mean, where I live, they're trying to do some kind of um, they're trying to do a shutdown, not not a shutdown part, they're trying to do like a little mandate, mass mandate, but no shutdown. If they're trying to do a shutdown where you live, I say go ahead and move, <laughs> or or fight it. Don't let them shut you down, no more. Just just have just be done with it. They're trying to shut schools down. Did you guys see, um, what's your man, uh, Cuomo freak out over the whole school question? Because Bill de Blasio did shut schools down in New York City. I'm not sure for how long. It might have been for a day or some super stuff like that. But anyway, he did shut schools down because there was a higher positive rate than normal in the city. So he went ahead and shut schools down. And reporters were asking uh, Andrew Cuomo about this at the press conference. He got mad. It, you know, start screaming on the reporter. Oh, and then he won an Emmy for that, which is funny. So, yeah, I almost forgot about that part. Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, won an international Emmy for his virus briefings because for 111 days straight from March 2nd to April, I mean, to, to June 19th, Juneteenth, as the cool kids say, 2020, he did press conferences. 
And they were saying that he created characters and plot lines, all kind of stupid stuff, right? But every time I would see a clip from one of these so-called virus press conferences from Cuomo, it's him screeching or getting triggered or just, you know, orange man bad. Like I said in my video, it's not even about, you know, excellence anymore. When you're talking about an award, it's about being rewarded for doing whatever they want you to do. You know, push propaganda, fear mongering, that type of thing. It's not even about anything else other than that anymore. Those days are long gone. When you might have been a kid or just a younger person, and you might watch an award show to see your best, your favorite rapper or singer or whoever get a get an award, recognizing what they do. You might kind of root for them, say, hey, they deserve it. This was great. Same thing with actors, movie actors. Oh, that was a great job they did on X, Y, and Z movie. They should get the Oscar or whatever. Those days are gone, in my humble opinion. They've been gone. For me, those days have been long gone. I don't care about award shows at all anymore. When I see an award show, I kind of just roll my eyes at this particular point in time because they're meaningless. They're completely meaningless. It's just, you know, you get uh, trophies for doing things that the Academy likes. It's not about excellence in the movie as far as cinematography, the acting, directing, none of that. It's not about that no more. It's about pushing the image, pushing the narrative. You got enough uh, pox in there, people of colors. You got, got enough of them colors in there, throwing it in the mix in the gumbo pot. You got movies that have no business being nominated for any kind of award, being nominated. Selma and Moonlight, stupid stuff. All because it just pushes the narrative. They'll push a random LGBTQ, ABCDEFG movie just because it fits the narrative of being LGBTQ, ABCDEFG. Every letter in the alphabet. If it's, if it's a good movie and the whole LGBT thing is part of it, then it is what it is. If people think it's a good movie and it has a whole LGB thing and part of just like The Wire. The Wire was a good TV show, one of the best. And it had LGBT stuff in it because one of the main characters, Omar, was gay. Okay, that didn't bother me because it was a good show. But if the show just had Omar and he was gay and it was a bad show and it gets nominated for an award, it's like just pushing the narrative. But anyway, Governor Andrew Cuomo is getting an international Emmy for his virus briefings. These awards mean nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Is it about trying to push compliance? Is it about trying to be a fear monger? If he wants to get an award for that, then go ahead. You, you're the chief fear monger. You're the chief misinformation merchant. Yeah, go ahead and get an award for that. That makes perfect sense. But to get an award for anything else, to me, is just ridiculous. Talking about, oh, these were good and they were reassuring and characters and plot lines. All I would ever see is him screeching or getting triggered or pushing propaganda and fear about the virus. Okay, and then beyond that, like I said in my video, why would he get an award for anything dealing with the virus when New York City, especially, but definitely New York State, where he's the governor, which includes New York City, when they were the epicenter of the virus? Okay, then you had the state order, the directive that said if you have the virus, if you're virus positive, you must be admitted into the nursing home. And that killed thousands, if I'm not mistaken, of elderly people in a nursing home. Shout out to Janice Dean from Fox News. Her um, 
her in-laws got killed, not killed, but her in-laws died from the virus in a nursing home in New York. So when he was getting the award, she's, she's upset. And rightfully so. Both of your, your, uh, your in-laws died in New York City in a nursing home. Cuomo's in charge. Bill de Blasio's in charge. And they getting all types of accolades and praise and all this and that. Really? Is that what we're going to do? Only in America can you get an award for not doing well. <laughs> for, for not doing well, you get an award. It's crazy. But yeah, thank y'all again for being here from all over the country. See somebody from Wales. Shout out to Wales. All right. In the United Kingdom. Over on the, over on the west side, closer to Ireland. All righty. And what else we got going on? Oh, the Giuliani press conference. This was a good press conference. They said it was wild. It was a wild press conference, but there were quite a few things that he said in the press conference that are very important as it relates to the election fraud. Now, before I even say anything, I'm a guy that is ready to see some action. Okay, I hear about what they have. I hear about what's going to happen. And I, I had the faith that you're going to have something that comes as a result because there's too many inaccuracies, too many improprieties with the election. I feel like there'll be more that comes out as time progresses. But at a certain point, you know, times are wasting. You know, I know we're not quite at the Al Gore, you know, um, uh, precedent limit as far as recounts and stuff like that. I know we're not quite there. But still, I want to see some action happen pretty soon, pretty quick. But his press conference was good. Um, you're talking about all types of affidavits being signed, being sworn off on. You got Dominion Systems with the ability to change votes. One thing Sidney Powell was talking about was they have the ability to make a vote for Biden worth more than Trump and vice versa. So prime example, if they wanted a Biden vote to be worth 1.5 actual votes in a, in a machine, they can do that. Or if they wanted to have Trump's votes count for 0.75, they can do that. So and that, and that particular piece of math, that didn't mean that you have nearly a, a, a double, you know, for every Biden vote, for every two, for every one Trump vote, you have two Biden votes that are counted by the machine. So even if Trump like soundly defeats Biden, Biden can still win by a slim margin because the votes are being counted more, although there are less votes his votes were counted more in the machine i mean it was too easy i saw this whole thing coming with the election fraud if you have all this electronic stuff it can be hacked it can be manipulated and then what are you going to do with the end of it you got to try to figure out what happened and how it happened and it'd be hard to trace that to trace the origin of it to trace if, it, if it's anything that's going on that went wrong i don't know but it was a good press conference the media are going to talk about Giuliani's uh, temple hair dye coming down his face. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I was wondering what that was myself. I was like, is he bleeding? What's going on? I'm hearing the press conference, but I'm also seeing Giuliani's face. And I didn't know what was happening. But the media want to focus on that. They'll totally just keep their eye on that and ignore everything else. One thing I hear from the left a lot during this whole thing is, oh, you guys got to move on accepted results that's a way for them to try and 
steal it and run away. Looks like, like I was saying before about Derek Fisher, basketball player. Okay, it was a game-winning shot. He had like 0.3 seconds left. He threw the ball up. It went in, and that was the end of the game. So rather than having the the the, uh, the basket get challenged and the replay and whatnot, he ran to the locker room hoping that it would end the game and nobody would challenge it. Okay, that that was the objective. It's the same thing here. They know that there was some cheating going on in the Democratic Party. They know it was cheating going on, but what they want to do is run to the back, to the locker room, claiming victory and not having us challenge it. But you got to challenge it because there's too many things that are going on that are wrong, that are totally wrong. Now, my question would be, is it just Sidney Powell and Giuliani? Who else is on the team that can help? Because we got to have all hands on deck. We got a short amount of time, okay? The electors meet, what, that December the 15th? So we're talking about less than a month. You're talking about three weeks. We got to get on the ball. Inauguration is what, January 20th, 21st? We got to get on the ball and get this whole thing rocking and rolling, okay? So, but I do think once they get things rocking and rolling, they'll be able to find something, all right? But however, Sidney Powell is a lawyer, and sometimes lawyers aren't always honest. That's just the nature of it. Now, I don't know anything about Sidney Powell. She seems trustworthy. And one, one thing you got to understand is I don't think she would be any kind of fraudster because if you are putting yourself out there, you're putting your name out there, your face out there, your reputation out there, this is not just, you know, some random person. I think they were in government before. If you put your name out there and your face out there and you have nothing, now, after the whole thing is over with, what are you going to do with yourself? You're not going to be able to work anymore. Let's say you had clients that were on the left, right? If you're Sidney Powell, those clients are gone because of Trump. All right. For the most part, it depending upon where you live. And if you screw Trump over, you get no right wing clients either. Why would I retain you if you screw Trump over and try to rob him? If I'm on the left, why would I retain you when you work with Trump and try to help him? You see what I'm saying? So you have to, in my opinion, be coming forward in, in good faith if you're Sidney Powell. I don't think she would come forward in bad faith. So that's why Tucker asking what he asked was, I don't want to say it was inappropriate, but I think that I understand where he's coming from, but he could have done that a little bit better. Because you got to understand the whole situation. Who's going to want to be the lawyer that is out there on the front lines with Trump? That's the question. And you have to understand the whole process. You can't just say, oh, give me some evidence that nobody else has. Why should you have it, Tucker Carlson? All she can do is give you what you got. Sworn affidavit and anything else you can keep to the chest because you got an active case going on. It's like if I got an active case happening right now with me criminally and then somebody says, OK, OK, give me an interview and give me the murder weapon. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> I can't do all that now. I got a court case going on. But again, I understand where he's coming from, but I think he needs to just take a moment to think about the whole situation and zoom out. This is not just as simple as just one random lawyer can get any lawyer or a small case. This is a big case. You're talking about being able to overturn the election potentially. You can't just mishandle that situation. You know, take it seriously, for real. It's, it's not just like, okay, give me some evidence and I want to see it and all this and that. If, if she did that, gave him the evidence, took her crossing, 
would have the FBI at his house 24-7. They would be, they would set up a back bedroom at his house. They parked outside, inside, using his bathroom, eating his chicken wings, and all that kind of good stuff. They'd be on like white on rice. This is very, very serious. Tucker, everybody would be in danger as a result of this. So I think he needs to just take a moment to zoom out and look at the whole situation for what it is rather than just saying, give me the evidence right now. If I don't get it, then you're a fraud. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. I understand that vibe, but I think that in this particular situation, you got to understand the context and why she's got to do what she's got to do. But that's, that's just my humble opinion. 100%. Yeah. All right. So thank y'all again for being here. Most certainly appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. Share the video, like the video, do all that good stuff. Hey, you know what? I'm waiting for all this whole thing to just, you know, be panned out, be done, be over with. And I think when it's all said and done, we'll be able to have a positive result. I, and, and what the left want to do is demoralize you. They want to have you believing that there's no hope is over with. So what he lost, that's what they want. And they also don't want you to try to fight back at all anymore. If the left can have you just go away, go to parlor or something like that and abandon Twitch, that's Twitch, pardon me, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, then it's fine. If you could just leave them and their big platforms alone, then they'd be, they love that because they could just have their voices be heard unopposed. You can't oppose a large voice on a large platform with a large voice on the small platform. And you definitely can't do it with a small voice on a small platform. You got to be where they are to fight their ideas. Okay. It's like being on a battlefield. You can't be on a battlefield away from the battlefield. If you fight in a ground war and part in the references, I'm talking about just this whole thing we got going on with Twitter and you know, fake news, misinformation. You got to be able to fight that battle on the ground where they are, not from, you, you can't you can't drone strike it. That's not how it's going to work. You got to be right there with them because when you fight in this kind of war, both sides have to be heard. And if both sides are not heard at the same time, then one side has the advantage over the other. That's just pretty much how that goes. All righty. But again, thank y'all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internets. And what else we got going on? Hold on. Let me make sure everything is straight. I got, you know, get my settings together. Okay, we good. All right. And let me see. Uh, Gavin, I covered Gavin and Cal Rittenhouse, Giuliani, Tucker Carlson. All that good stuff. Now, you got trolls talking about, oh, Trump this, Trump that, Trump lost. But when this whole thing goes the other way, you're going to see a, a crazy meltdown. And I feel like those that are in power want the meltdown to happen. They want it to happen because they know that if this whole thing goes the other way. It's going to be crazy. People had boarded their stores up because they anticipated Trump winning. And if Trump won, the Biden supporters, Antifa, BLM, they were going to riot. Or they probably would have rioted in some places. But now we have Biden in the lead, allegedly. There's been no riots. 
There's been none of that. Well, there's been some riots. You got like Portland, Oregon, places like that. They're gonna riot regardless of what. It don't really, really matter. It doesn't really matter. They're gonna riot regardless. It could be sunny, rainy, snowy. It doesn't matter. They're gonna find a reason to riot. But um, for the most part, there was no riots in the bordered up places. But if it goes the other way, then there may be. Don't throw the plywood away. Keep it in the back. Keep it in storage because you're going to need it if that was to happen for sure. Put it up in D.C. Put it up everywhere because it's going to be a big, crazy reaction. But the funniest part to me right now is seeing the left having the, in the infighting. The Bernie bros versus uh, the Biden bros versus just regular normies. It's to me, it's fun to see. People like AOC trying to hold Biden's feet to the fire. For what, though? It's like, why even talk to a guy like Biden? Biden is not have He has no power at all. First of all, he's not even in office. But beyond that, if he was in office, he would have no power because he's basically halfway dead. He's like a shell of his former self. He'll be controlled like a puppet by outside forces. He has no power. So there's no point in trying to hold Biden's feet to the fire. You hold a lobbyist and the handlers around him. You hold their feet to the fire. But holding the feet to the fire to me doesn't really make a whole lot of sense anyway because um, he will do whatever he's told to do by the establishment. That's pretty much how that goes. He knows that he can't do anything else other than that. Not in the least bit. <laughs> heal the nation. Ain't, no, ain't going to be no healing the nation. That's what they say uh, Biden's going to do. Heal the, ain't going to be none of that going on. Where's Hunter? Somewhere with a crack pipe. Getting geeked up. That's what he's doing right now. Seeing spaceships on Bankhead. That's what he's doing right now. He's beaming up to Scotty. Uh, um, right now, as we speak, he's beaming straight up to Scotty. He does not know where he is. His feet, are, his feet are not on the ground anymore. That's where Hunter Biden is. Hunter Biden is high as a kite, high as a, the, um, <laughs> the, the space station, high as the moon, high as the sun. That's where he's at at this moment. All right. Now, what else we got going on here? Somebody says, when's all this going to end? Why can't Trump's lawyers hurry up and prove there was fraud? I don't know the legal process. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how long it's going to take. So I don't know the legal process. Um, I would hope for it. Like, if it was, if I had my way, if I could just snap my fingers, have things happen, I would say, go ahead and get this thing done right now. Find the evidence in one day and present it to the public and have it just, you know, have the whole thing get overturned and that be that. But that's not really how it's going to work, unfortunately. I would like for it to work that way, but that's not really how it can work. So that's pretty much all I can say. Now, I do say we need some we need some expedition going on. We got to get this whole thing rocking and rolling pretty quick here. You know, I don't think that Rome was built in the day, but Rome was not built in the millennia either. You understand? So let's go ahead and get this whole thing rocking and rolling. <laughs> Somebody says, uh, Mark Stravino says, ABL, why you say look stressed like they smoke 10 packs of Newports? <laughs> okay. Uh, for context, you guys in the chat, I was talking about uh, the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot. And I said she appears stressed like 10 packs of Newports. I'm talking about people that chain smoke cigarettes because they're real stressed. She looks like that. Like she smokes 10 packs of Newports in a 45-minute time span. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about back-to-back, -back, just stressed out beyond belief. 
Now, I don't smoke cigarettes, but anybody I know that does, they say it's like a stress relief type thing. So, yeah, 18 packs of Newport straight to the head in a 15-minute uh, window. That's pretty much how Lori Lightfoot looks in the face, all right? And she used to like she used to have some kind of like more motherly type of look to her, as far as I know, maybe as a fake picture. But as years progressed, it, it you know it ain't quite like that no more. Now she got the full bull dagger type thing going on. You understand what I'm saying? But I digress. <laughs> Thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. <laughs> RLS seven seven says, "Why do forty year old Biden supporters still live at home?" There was a study done and concluded Biden people are weak. <laughs> well, hey, man, when you want the government to be your daddy, you can't leave your actual daddy until that happens. You understand? So you got to stay in your basement, letting mommy and daddy take care of you when you get to be 45 years old. Now, if for some reason you have a disability or whatever, that's one thing. But if you're an able bodied adult and you're at home with your mom and you're 40 years old, my question is, why? What are we doing? Okay, I don't care. Like, I, I didn't heard stories about guys just getting out to making something happen. I was old moving out when I was 23. I thought I was old. I know guys that moved out that when they were still in high school. <laughs> I'll say at least by the end of college, you got to be, you know, making some some roads to get out. Although I understand if you stay home for a while, it depends on the situation. But 40 years old, but that's Biden supporters, though. That's the basement dwellers. And that's also Antifa and Black Lives Matter. A lot of basement dwellers coming out to get some sunshine for the first time in uh, the past four years. You understand? They, they're coming out like uh, Ninja Turtles from the sewer. Master Splinter and all of them coming out there with them. But they're fighting for evil rather than good this time. They got on the face masks and all the, the turtle shell, all that Casey Jones type attire, sewer attire. They smell like that, look like that. But I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole anyway. A lot of these Antifa people and BLM people, they come from their parents' basement because that's where they're comfortable at. You know, and they, you know, a lot of times they got, they got nice parents, parents got money and they're successful and they're probably conservative and they want to rebel. It's like, so you're about 28, man. Ain't no time for rebelling. You need to start a family and get a job. <laughs> Ain't no time for no teenage angst at 28, man. You got a full beard, sir. You got a full beard with a great goatee, man. I'm not trying to hear about no rebellion at this age, but... Anyway, that's part of what it is, stunted development and also people that are spoiled, entitled, and feel like they owe the whole world. You're not owed anything. This world owes you nothing, okay? You're living in America, best country in the world. It's on you to make something happen for yourself. If you want to just smoke crack all day, then that's your business. But don't say that I got to pay for your crack addiction, okay? But again, I move right along. Okay, we got a whole lot going on. And the, the chat is hilarious. You guys are the funniest in the in the world. Let me see. All right. Did I get everybody? Okay, super chat's on deck in a minute, and then I'm going to get back to it. I'll read the chat right quick, and then I'm going to respond and get to super chats. And we get to the calls a little bit later. Oh, yeah, that's right, Zealand Zim. Some of them are getting paid. That's right. Some of these Antifa people are getting paid for sure. Absolutely, they are getting paid, but some of them just want to be protesting against mommy and daddy. That's what it is. They might be getting paid for like a stipend to go out there and have something to eat, but they got money. A lot of them got money already. They don't even really need it. They, they, they're trying to protest mommy and daddy. 
But it's like, yo, you're 35 years old, man. Ain't no protesting mommy and daddy. Mommy and daddy about to be 75 years old, man. Anybody go to nurse, nurse somewhere right now. How are you going to rebel against your elderly parents when you're 35 years old? I mean, come on. At, at a certain point, you got to grow up and be a man or a woman. That's all. Let me see. Uh, Brandy says it's stretch, but why does all Antifa look like the same and crazy? I feel like they're from an underground army for real. They're all white AF too. That's what I'm telling you. They're coming from the sewer with Master Splinter and the Turtles, but they're fighting for evil rather than good. But now, seriously, a lot of them don't come outside. They don't. They don't understand the world. They don't understand how to interact with people. They they hate society. They hate the world. They're they're mad. They're upset. And a lot of them got the same story. A lot of them. You know, might have got locked up before. They got criminal records. Just like the whole thing with Cal Rittenhouse. Everybody he shot had a criminal record. One guy was a pedophile. One guy, um, I forget, he beat his wife or something. They all got a similar type of story. Uh, there was the one guy that, um, I forget what it was. It was something happened in D.C. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure who he hit. Somebody, the guy hit somebody, but anyway... It came back, the guy was a sex offender. It's like, pff, so surprised. You got a big, uh, you know, it's it's a really weird proportion of these guys that have these types of crimes under their belt and the kind of lifestyle they live. So, yeah, they're all kind of similar, and that's why they're out there doing what they're doing. They have a community. They, you know, can, they, they, they relate to each other. That's kind of what's going on. A lot, a lot of drug addiction too. Yes, indeed. A lot of drug addiction. That's really big. Um, a, lot, a lot of crack smokers. Like when you see uh, Portland, Oregon or Freeado, Washington, as I call it, not Seattle, Freeado, because everything is free. If you want to smoke crack for a living, go to Freeado. You get all kind of things for free to support your crack addiction. And if you want to go smoke crack legally without going to jail ever, you can go to Friado, but definitely in Oregon, you can smoke crack, meth, shoot heroin on the bus. You can be right in front of a park bench in front of a, 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 a preschool and shoot heroin and it's fine. But anyway, when you go out there and you see the arrest photos of Antifa members, they got meth swords all on their face because you got drug addicts. That's, this, is why, this is why I talk about drugs not being a good thing. Antifa is fueled by drugs. That's just the reality of it, especially in a lot of these left coast cities. You get it's like it's like the attack of the crackheads. Basically, the crackheads fight back. Revenge of the crackheads. Revenge of the meth heads. Re revenge of the heroin shooters. All right. But thank you all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. Like the video. Do all that good stuff. And if you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do that for me and click the bell while you're at it. So you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. <laughs> Ivana says I major in bisexual pottery theory. Hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> wow. All right. Super chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to the calls. Retro Gamer 81 says Facebook now has Biden as politician. Zuckerberg must know something and is trying to sail away from the Kraken. All right, we got tea on deck. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need that tea immediately. Attack of the Crackheads is what it is. <laughs> Revenge of the Crackheads. That's what's going on. All right. 
thank you to um, Hudson Jackson II who says Tucker Carlson has done too much spoon feeding. Now he comes off as the gatekeeper. Uh-oh. Thank you to Julian Bueno who says Newsom curfew. You can't catch COVID after 10 p.m. Yeah, like what's that all about? What's, what's the whole curfew thing about? Why can't I go out past 10 p.m. if I'm in California? I, I, it makes no sense at all. And is he going to follow that same rule? Because I wonder what time it was when they were at that restaurant. Did it, you know, were they looking at their clock and saying, you know what, we got to leave. It's past 10 o'clock. You can't have this. Like, what's going on with that? But I'll move right along. Thank you to a patriotic woman who says, Gavin Gruesome reminds me of Damien and the Omen. Hilarious. Your mother was a hamster. Great name, by the way. Says, Ever thought you'd live to see the day when attending Thanksgiving dinner would be an act of civil disobedience? Uh, no, I didn't. Not at all. The memes have around that have been hilarious. Um, I, I saw the one with OJ, you know, the, 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 the slow speed chasing the Ford Bronco, talking about, oh, he had a turkey that served 10 to 12 people. And, and then there was another meme where they like they ran in the house and then they, you know, were spraying people in the face with all kind of stuff because they had a turkey that served more than 10 to 12. I say do whatever you want, man. They do whatever they want, meaning Gavin Newsom and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Mario Bowser and Lori Lightfoot and all the rest of them. They do whatever they want. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer, they do whatever they want. So you do whatever you want. How about that? If they don't want to wear a mask, if they don't want to socially distance, if they want to go out to eat and have parties, you could do it too if you want to. If you don't want to, then stay home. That's, that's the way it should be. It should be recommendations, not mandates. And I also heard about Gavin Grusom that um, no sheriff in L.A. County is going to enforce that curfew. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I misheard. But if I know what I'm talking about, let me know in the comments below. If I'm wrong, let me know in the comments below as well. Uh, shout out to my man, Brother Moses, for the emoji laughing. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to Black Conservative Patriot who says, we are seeing a revolt in California. 2020 is crazy. I went to the bank to get a cashier's check. I took off my mask for them to check my ID and the manager told me not to take it off. Craziness. <laughs> I mean, that's that's ridiculous. So you give them your ID. It has a picture on it. Anytime I go into a bank, they say, okay, take the mask down so I can see your face. So when you do that, they say, don't take it off. Well, how do you know it's me? Matter of fact, I don't feel safe here at this bank because... That's easy to steal somebody's identity. Come on with a fake ID. My mask is on so you can't really see who I am. You know, that's just, that's not going to be a good thing. Thank you to Harry Waller III who says, re. <laughs> Thank you to NH Artists for becoming an ABO squad member. And Helen for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Fit Kelly Chick who says, Twitter announced that uh, at POTUS handle goes to Biden after January 20th. Wow. Thank you to Ian McPherson, who says, we are the party of respect and protection, love and trust. We are America. Shout out to Edwin Herrera for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Dallin Edwards, who says, leftist, I ain't shooting my gun did. <laughs> Thank you to Terenius, who says, Biden invested in Chinese execution vans yet. Dallin also says, give ABO a thumbs up. Yeah, do that. Give me a thumbs up on the video if you've not done so already. And also, if you're not subscribed yet, do that as well. And click the bell so you can notify whenever I go live and or post a new video. Thank you to Robert who says, Kyle Rittenhouse, Fire and Self-Defense. God bless Rick Schroeder and others who bailed him out. 
Yes, indeed. Shout out to them. Shout out to Lee, who says Powell did not will not present evidence that needs to be shown in court. Be patient, all. Charles Hunter Jr. says Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Jenna Ellis had an amazing press conference on Thursday. They handled the fake news reporters very well. Yeah, the, the reporters are crazy. Have you guys seen the video I put on my Instagram page of um, Mike Pence? It was run of the mill press conference or press briefing type thing. And at the end of it, they screeched to high heaven. It was crazy. Matter of fact, I'll put it on the screen right now so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Hold on. And let me get my desktop. Uh, is it going to work or no? Let's see if I can get my desktop. Uh, yeah, there we go. Perfect. Okay, I'm turning my sound on on this. Thank you. So it's like, okay, what are we doing? Are we talking about being a journalist or being an activist? Was that a Black Lives Matter rally or was that a White House? They're inside the White House doing this. I mean, this is crazy. Like, they're, they're giving their personal, like, at this point, it's just full mask off because they feel like this is a lame duck administration, so they could do whatever they want. This is what they've been wanting to do from the very beginning is just, just screech as if they're at a Black Lives Matter event. I would not be surprised if they, whoever they were that were out there screeching, have been to Black Lives Matter protests, rallies, and they do the same thing there. If they were to send a fireball through a house, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, we've seen plenty of people that are out there that shouldn't be. I think um, Tim Kaine's son got arrested for being part of one of these things. Tim Kaine was uh, Hillary Clinton's VP back in 2016. So to have a journalist that's out there, I won't be surprised because they know that their job is kind of like going by the wayside. They know that alternative media is starting to creep in. They're starting to be phased out. They're not really having their voices heard. They're not. So they just do whatever they want. They feel like this is their way to fight back and they're going to try to cheat and do whatever they can to get their guy in office. But that was crazy. You can like, you can not like the president, but come on. Why you got to be like, you know, this, this BLM type stuff going on. Okay. Just, just kind of crazy. All right. And what else we got? Thank you all again for the super chat. My nose is itching. Let me see. Thank you to Ian who says Sidney Powell was General Flynn's lawyer. Okay, there we go. Thank you to Drew Lasoro or Lasorso who says my sis caught me and our mom racist for being Trump supporters, evil, selfish for supporting troops, coming home and liking tax cuts. She lives off us. Never worked. <laughs> well, that's how it is. You know, people that feel entitled to things are always going to have that sense of entitlement, even for they, they have that sense for others that also feel the same as them. They have like a little bind. You know, that's kind of how that goes. Thank you to President-elect Lili, who said, shout out to the trolls for the algorithm. There you go. Big time. Uh, Dylan Edwards says, the dumb Rudy dismantled, the quote-unquote dumb Rudy dismantled all five mafias, families. Yes, he did. He sure did. And he fixed New York City back in the, uh, was it, 80s and 90s? 
uh, 2000s, all of that time. A shout out to, um, let me see, Mundaniak, who says, if we accept it and move on, we're lost. No one outside of the Marxist Democratic Party will ever again win a meaningful election. Exactly. Robert says, I was restricted on Facebook simply for stating Cal Rittenhouse, fire and self-defense. Doesn't fit the leftist narrative. Exactly. Uh, Divine Feminine Queen says, I'm a one fan. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, let me see. Kitty. Hold on. Kitty LaKink. <laughs> That's an interesting name. Says, thank you for remaining steadfast and true during these times. Citizen journalists, reporters, and commentators will absolutely replace the mainstream media. Exactly. We got to do it. Because the, the public are having less and less faith in these people. That's just kind of how it goes. All right. Shout out to Dallin who says, I'm hired in election fraud council of weed. Shout out to, uh, let me see. Hold on. I'm trying to thought. Oh, there we go. There we go. Questionable ballot says, during the press briefing, Powell confirmed the server in Germany was seized raw data is supposed to be leaked soon thoughts i mean i'm ready for it let's go ahead and leak it right now let's not let's not waste no time let's not waste no time shout out to brendan walsh who says any advice for someone about to graduate college wow that's a good question um i'm not sure what you are gonna go out there and do once you graduate but my main thing is just stay positive and if you've not developed any kind of, well, I'll take that back. You got friends, you got connections, you got family, you know, try to work those and try to secure some kind of employment. Now, if you've not done so already, like I said, I don't know what you've done already, but just try to secure some employment. And also, um, when you, when you out there trying to find jobs or you're trying to be, you know, be self-employed, look for, um, the best situation for yourself, you know, it could be the best paying, but it might not be a good fit. Just trying to find the best thing for you to be involved with, the best fit for you, you know, out of the available options and just grow from there. You know, I, I, I wouldn't say try to expect immediate success, but try to aim for that. That's that's my advice to you. A shout out to Lewis from Spain who says, it has all been a misspelling mistake. It wasn't an Emmy. It was an Emmy Award, which means excessive murdering New York. Wow. <laughs> Thank you to, let me see, a clever fish who says, ABO for president 2024. If you vote against him, you're racist. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Thank you to Dumb Bird who says, my family and I love you. Thanks for all you do. Hey, I love you all right back. Thank you for your support. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to James Richards who says, Antifa was declared a terrorist group. Can people start making citizens arrest? Very good question. I, I would suppose so, but I don't know. Thank you to Leo Mazzino who says, cold is a coronavirus, no vaccine. The flu is a coronavirus, vaccine not 100% effective. COVID is a coronavirus, vaccine's not 100% effective. Oh, Sweden, no mandatory lockdown. Exactly. We need to be more like Sweden. That's what we need to do because what we're doing right now, like what, what, it, what they're talking about doing with the lockdown and stuff like that, that the lockdown, I think, was a failure. Maybe it slowed the spread, but it, it didn't really, it, it wasn't worth $6 trillion. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Shout out to Doug, who says, 
The real steal this year is I can't get a PS5 or a new Xbox, but scalpers get a dozen of them and sell them on eBay for $2,000. Stop the steal. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Stop the steal that way. Stop all the scalping for sure. Shout out to Ian Kenny who says, sex offenders do have a community. They're called MAPS, Minor Attracted People. YouTube doesn't allow the pedo word for them to be used. That's crazy. Yeah, they need to go ahead and get rounded up, though. Put into the, you know, Gitmo, Big Ross Little Rocks all day long. That gets Wolfgang Dial, who says, I was in L.A. July 5th, talking to a homeless black man for hours, eventually convinced him to go to programs, saw BLM mob go by, shot at, love the police at them. That place is still, likely, is still hell. Yeah? Mike D. Peterson says, can we sue Butterball now since the average turkey serves so for more people? <laughs> Manufacturers should be held liable. Hilarious. Uh, BSW iHeart1 says they should have sprayed a medium pepper spray at the White House. That would have been a good idea, perhaps. Electric Messiah says death sniffles are coming. Hold me. I'm scared. <laughs> Ira Beam says stay on it, brother. Hey, will do, man. Can't do nothing else. Thank you to Tom Cox for your donation. Thank you to Jay Everett who says thanks to ABL for being a voice of reason in these crazy times. Keep America great. Jason Squire says, Sydney Powell is Michael Flynn's lawyer. She got him off from the bogus charges. There we go. Very good. Um, Ryan Walker says, start our Thanksgiving feast tonight. Happy Thanksgiving, ABO. Hey, shout out to you, man. Hopefully you enjoy your feast. Uh, Susan Lingenfeller says, you see the event in front of the CNN building in Atlanta today. I doubt it was aired on CNN. Uh, yeah, that would not be aired on CNN, but I did see that. And shout out to them. Shout out to Walk Away, Brandon Straw, all them guys. I saw that. That was really good. And I've been down there to the CNN Center down there in Atlanta. Yeah, that, that's, that's a cool little spot. So shout out to them for doing that. Uh, thank you to Joseph Breach who says, people want Trump to concede even though Hillary Clinton was the first. I remember who conceded like that. Also, Biden is supposedly winning or has won the popular vote. Well, Al Gore won the popular vote and still lost to Bush in the electoral. There you go. Joe says, hello, chaps, your old colonial rulers here. <laughs> Please keep the Constitution and Second Amendment. We're sort of falling apart now. Pip, pip. <laughs> Will do, man. Thank you to um, KR Ninja 22 who says, I'm 100% behind Powell, but when are we releasing the Kraken? We're running out of time. I'm on justice to be served. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, I agree with you. I, I'm supporting her, but times are wasting. Let's, let's, get, let's get this whole thing rocking and rolling. All right. I think we can get something done, but let's do it. And if we are going to do it, let's get a timetable so I can know when to expect it. That's all. That's all I'm trying to. That's it. Thank you to Mike versus everyone who says you inspired me to start my own channel on YouTube's on the YouTube's make videos today about Cal. Check it out. Could use the support. Stay blessed. ABL. And thank you for that, man. And this, this channel is, I guess, Mike versus everyone. VS with dashes on the sides. Thank you to Alex Blom and also Niles for your donations. All righty, you guys. You know what time it is. Time for them calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box. And there's also a Skype email in the box. So open the box right, right beneath me. The show more or whatever the button says. You see everything right there. I got links, social media, the call number. The Skype email, all that good stuff. Daniel Burgess says, look up executive order on imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in a U.S. election. Trump put his, 
put it in September the 12th. Okay. I'll check it out. All right. Let's go ahead and get Skype up and rolling. And then we get them calls up and rolling. Um, of course, it wants to install itself again. What's what's new? All right. Let's go ahead and just finish this. And then we can get rocking and rolling. There we go. And look at my settings. And then we can do this. All right, uh, now I know your line. I'm speaking to. And then we get some calls up and rolling. Now I know. Me, uh... Hey, how you doing? Uh, doing pretty good, man. About yourself. All right. I don't understand these media people. They're in such a rush to get to the uh, Marxist-Leninist doctrine and stuff, and they don't realize that, as useful idiots, they'll be the first ones to get banned. Of course, of course. They, they see they don't they don't really they don't they won't know that until know. it happens. Yeah, and all these people just wishing for it, they don't realize. And when they say government health care and government this, it's no, it's taxpayers. Right, because there is they no the there, there is no government taxpayers. Right, it's There's, taxpayer funded. Right. Go ahead. No, nah, there, there is no government funding. It's taxpayer funding. <laughs> we pay. Right. Yeah, but they don't tell the truth. I mean, they, they're they just like sheep walking around. They don't realize. Uh, I always like, I believe what you say, your, your uh, father was a fireman. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was and I was a paramedic for years uh you, you know uh you know your dad we went to people's homes we didn't we don't know whether they're black or white green purple we don't know until we we get there and we help them out just like we would want one of our family members helped i mean it, it race has nothing to do with any of it's just a it, it's just like smoke and mirrors they're they're trying to fool everybody that's right Okay, my man, you have a good uh, turkey day and uh, with your family, and uh, congrats on your nuptials, and uh, I know that's going to be after the, uh, y'all going to do the ceremony stuff after the uh, COVID things over with, and uh, God bless you and the missus, and uh, you take care, okay? All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye bye. Alrighty. Got a few calls on the line. I'm trying to get to a few more. Alrighty, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? Um, hello. Yes. Um, well, I, I didn't know that you were going to pick up, but thank you. Oh, no problem, so, man. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit, I'm a, I'm a bit scared how, uh, Things are going so far with all the releasing the Kraken and uh, how the Wisconsin uh, recount is going on. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe we should just like uh, let things move on, I guess. 
I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, um, obviously, we're going to have the majority of the of the Senate. So now, um, I don't think Biden is going to be like tyrannical government. Uh, maybe some executive orders or something. But wait, wait, wait. Let's let's pause for a minute. So when you say we should let things move on, what does that mean? Uh, um, I I don't know. It's a it's a it's a bit. Um, I th- I feel like the. I feel like it's us against the world, right? Like it's. Um, so what, when you, when you say let so when you say uh, let like things move on, sir, against, listen to, let, sir, wait a minute. When you say let's let things move on, what what does that mean? I need, I need you to answer that. And you can move on to what else. What else you got to say? What does that mean? What you said? Um, I mean um, to focus on another place, like uh, focus on uh, how we can counter them in a. In a way that will be like gotcha, if you get why I'm meaning. No, I don't. I, w- I want you to, cause I, okay, what, what you what you want to say is we should just let this whole election interference thing go, right? Um. Yes or no? I I, I feel like it's futile so far because. So so um, the, so the answer is yes. So, I mean, but why should we? Because we see that there's actual evidence. There's actual there there's an actual issue here. Why should we not pursue it? Because yeah, if it, I, like, cause, because feel- because wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I'm gonna I'm get the full question out, and then you can respond. I because see. if it was the other way around, if it were the Democrats, and you had any kind of shred of evidence that there was something wrong, then they would pursue it. We saw that happen in this whole administration, the whole thing yeah. with Russia and then Ukraine and everything else. Out under the sun, they had nothing, but they pursued it with millions of dollars and years of time. So why should we just? lay down when there's a ton of evidence that says we should press forward with some kind of investigation to figure out what's happening with this election. Um, it, I think it's because I've seen so far, like uh, Barack Obama, he uh, spied on uh, the campaign. He's still out and running. Um, Joe Biden talking about um, the Logan Act. He's still out and running. And uh, the Clintons being... Uh, uh, being with um, Jeffrey Epstein and all that, they're still running. So I feel like, I feel like the pressure is always towards the right, but the left are up and running. So now I, I feel a bit futile here, if you understand. Well, I mean, maybe you feel like there's no hope and you want to quit, yeah. but you know, not 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 everyone's going to be a quitter. I'm not a quitter. If I see that there's some kind of there there's a fight to be had, I'm gonna fight. I'm not going to say, well, you know, it looks kind of bad. I'm going to just lay down because if it was the other way around, they would not lay down. If they had this amount of evidence against us or some kind of voter fraud, oh, no, they would not. They would have every mainstream media outlet talking about it every single day, 24-7. They would have spies and, and, and you know, espionage, all kind of stuff against us. So we can't just say, oh, it looks kind of bad and, and just give up because at that point, if you do that, now you're setting the precedent. Now you could just say, well, they could cheat or do whatever they want whenever they want to do it, and we and we do nothing. So how are you going to win ever again? Because all they're going to do every election is just cheat the same way they cheated this time, and you, you never win anymore. So if you don't fight right now, you're never going to fight because it's always going to be the same thing. It's a continuous fight. They've not stopped fighting since 2015 when Trump announced up until right now. So we can't just have adversity and fall down after a week 
Yeah, and 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 I, I understand, but uh, so far we are we have barely had any anything we could say that uh, we got them, like um, how the media are sen- uh, the social media are censoring us, how the med- uh, the mainstream media are being like really tough on um, conservative views. I mean, uh, even being a, 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 a black person in Boston is. Uh, it's a, a problem, apparently. What? So now, yeah. A black person in Boston is a problem. Who said that? Yeah, I, I mean my 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 area is a hundred percent blue. Um, my parents and all that, and uh, I feel like my views aren't really aren't really being uh, told here in in Boston, and um, and I and I I feel a sort of futility yeah. um, as things are going on right now. I, I don't see any any way forward. If you, if well, you I, I, I tell you what, though. There's no reason to give up because I, I gave you a little bit of hope here because you sound, you sound kind of down and you sound kind of dejected and I understand that. I don't want to just attack you. I just want to give you some, some words of encouragement because um, Trump had I think over 71 million votes, 71 million. Barack Obama in 2008 had like like 70 million votes. So Trump had more votes than Obama. They're talking about Joe Biden had 75 million votes. I mean, that's ridiculous. But either way it goes, Trump was able to build almost 10 million more votes onto his base. So you got 70 plus million Americans that all voted for Trump out of those that can't vote. There's some people that can't vote, whether they're too young or they got a felony or whatever the case may be, that still support the president and are still conservative. So, you know, you got millions of us that are out there. You might be in the mostly liberal area. That does not mean that there's not a lot of us that are conservative and think differently that are going to fight and not just fall down because, you know, there's adversity. We can't stop right here. It's going to be a battle and it's never going to stop as long as as long as they're out there on the left. And they're trying to fight us. It's going to be a never-ending battle. So don't just see some adversity and see your area and feel like you're hopeless because there is hope. And there is a fight to be fought. They're fighting right now. And they're currently winning. But they're going to lose. If we stop fighting, then they win. All we got to do is just keep fighting, keep pressing, and we win. That's kind of how it works. If you if forfeit, then we have no hope, man. So I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, thank you very much. I really needed that. No problem. Okay, peace. All right. So, yeah, shout out to the caller. Yeah, don't don't feel like it's hopeless when you get adversity. You got to be able to overcome it and keep on fighting. They're going to try to say, oh, give up and move on. Nah, they didn't give up and move on when Hillary Clinton lost and got Kurt Stomp in the election in 2016. What did they do right away? Oh, we got the spying, we got Russia, we got Ukraine, some cheating. Some, they, they cheated during the election in 2016, allegedly. Then they came with some underhand stuff, and it was a constant cultural battle, cultural war, movies, TV, all of that. We can't just have a bump in the road and be like, oh, we're done. Keep on fighting. They're fighting. You got to fight back. All right. The phone lines are blowing up. I'm going to get to a few more calls. All right, calling on the line, 773, who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, caller, who am I speaking to? 773. 
777 Rudy. All righty, man. What's going on? Uh, not, not much. Just calling in, looking at your channel live. All right. Turn speakers down for me in the background. I get a little bit of feedback in the, in the speakers. Oh, yeah. No, I'm turning it down right now. I did, I did a thing you were going to answer. What's up? Oh, no problem, man. So what's on your mind? Uh, not much. I'm just watching your channel and, well, just support the cause, you know? No doubt. Yeah, like, I'm watching people and people just getting, like, uh, I don't know, they're they're getting nervous and uh, what they're talking, when they're talking to you, but I don't know what, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's different. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, just, just when you call in, just support the cause, you know, and uh, just what it's about. Yeah, that, that's it. All right, man. I, I, I just wasn't sure you could answer. All right, well, thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. All right, let's call with this call with a topic to talk about. Right, let's let's try that. But I, I thank you for the call. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, you got a few more here. Let's go. Um. All righty, David, what's going on? Hey man, how you doing? Not Anthony. Everything's good. How about yourself? Oh, pretty good, man. How you liking that new home? Oh, it's great, man. I'm loving it. It's it's fantastic. Good deal. Good deal. Hey man, uh, I wanted to ask you something about the uh, Kyle's deal. You know the guy that pulled the pistol on him? Yeah. Did did they ever do anything to him? Um, I don't think so. I think that um. He was out talking and doing speeches and stuff. I think I think he spoke somewhere, and there was nothing that happened. And that's crazy because the video clearly showed the gun in his hand while Kyle was on the ground. Last time I, I checked, that's attempted murder, right? That's what it seems like to me, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's, that's crazy too, man. I had something else to throw at you tonight. You know, I live in Georgia, and the election crap, uh, you know, I think Stacey Abrams had a lot to do with what went down in Georgia. Yeah, I, I was hearing about that. So how, how was she really involved? Because I, I heard a little bit about it, but I didn't hear too much of anything else. I think it was a more more or less get out to vote thing with that, with the mail-in voting thing. From, from what I know, uh, my kind of question is, I wonder how much influence she had throughout uh, the swing states. Yeah. You know, she moved around. She right. Didn't stay, she didn't stay just in Georgia. And that's going to be a lot of chaos, you know. Definitely. Yeah, that, that's definitely an issue. But you know what? It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of money over there on that side. And they, they pump it right into her and a lot of other people. And and they do whatever they can to try and, uh, you know, change the outcome of the election. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I, I was noticing like um, Vice President Pence when he had his news conference the other day and, you know, and he didn't take any questions and the media kind of went, you know, the people there in the gallery, you know, kind of went crazy on him. Uh, they don't do nothing to Joe Biden. They don't take any questions. They they just so daggum rude. Even like to Mr. Barr when they had him in the Senate, you know, or I think it was the Senate, whenever it was. 
never let him talk. I mean, he had to just take take the bull by the horns when he did say anything. It, it's man, we got a crazy, crazy world out here right now. It really is. Hey, man, I just just want to give you a call. I'm sorry, Miss Lisa is here. T-shirt plug. Yeah, man, loving the merch. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for that, man. Appreciate it. Well, hey, man, you have you have good. Good evening. Uh, we listen to the rest of the show. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah, buddy. All righty. We got quite a few calls on the line. Let me get to a few more. But we'll be here for a long time. So this ain't. We'll, we'll be here to 11 p.m. Eastern. So we got quite a while. Another hour and a half and some change. All righty. So let me. Let me answer. Um, hold on one second. All right, here we go. All right, Jordan, what's going on? What up, ABL? Can you hear me? I heard you well, man. That's good. Um, you know, South Africa is running out of taxpayer money. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, running out of tax papers. So, um, they're focused on, uh, taking people's, looking at people's pensions and savings. Wow. So they're going to try to take that, huh? Yeah, and increase taxes and stuff because because their tax base is kind of running going away. Yeah, I mean, but that's going to happen. People don't understand that. They think that okay, you could just tax, 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 and spend, spend, spend. But at a certain point, that, that well is going to run dry. Ain't going to be no more yeah. of that. So what you're going to do then? Then you're going to start taking away entitlements like uh, your, your pensions and Medicaid and all that good stuff. That's going to go away. Social Security. That's pretty much gone already. And then you're yep. going to have crazy debt, inflation, and then you're going to be the next Zimbabwe. That, that's their um, upstairs neighbor anyway, so that's kind of how that goes. Yep. Hey, yeah, I'm back. It's been a while. I've been busy lately, uh, so I haven't been on that much. But uh, about uh, uh, Cuomo winning the, um, being winning the uh, Emmy, yeah, I, these people seem to be, like, in another dimension. It's like... Um, it's like they just care about image and not policy. This is the reason why people like Bill Clinton or Gavin Newsom could could get away with this stuff they're doing because they show themselves as slick, cool people who who are for the people and stuff, and they which gives them the excuse to lie and hide stuff, and it's perfectly okay for people. And these Emmys just prove it, man. That's right. Yeah, but I mean Hollywood. It's kind of dying right now because you know they just put, they said they're gonna be streaming the new Wonder Woman movie. That's because they can't put well they they're putting it in theaters simultaneously, but they can't just put it in theaters at this point because they're not gonna get their money back. They're gonna it's gonna flop, and this is the beginning of the end for blockbuster films right now. Yeah, I mean because nobody's going to the movies. Like how can and then they're trying to do this whole thing about charging twenty dollars to get at home. It's like if I'm watching a movie at my at my house, and I got my own infrastructure, and I'm paying twenty dollars, which is more than going to the theater and a better experience. No, thank you. And it's not like people are gonna you know pirate it and put it on the internet, right? It's, exactly. Like if I can just see it at my house, that's easy to to rip that. That's no problem. If if I was back in the day when I was doing that, oh man, I have a field day. Yeah, I mean. This is the end. These com- this is based on Joe Biden's plan for COVID and what Dr. Fauci said about, oh, even even though even if we have a vaccine, we still have to put on our masks and social distance. 
I'm pretty sure um, this is going to last a long time based on his plan. And the theater, at least a few years, if you want to be generous. And theaters will not be available. And people, and even then, people won't come. Uh, and these people are just going to continue losing money as they push back film dates. So they really have no options. They got to take the L for all these films. That's right. And what's worse... Based on Biden's COVID plan, there are going to be no repercussions for China. China is just going to be back where what probably even stronger than before, and um, there Biden is even planning to like help people in Beijing or something like that. And it, they're based on his plan. I mean, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, but uh, that's all I'll say. I won't take up too much of your time because you got a lot of a lot of people coming in now. Yeah, man. So uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later, ABO. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right. Peace. Peace. All right. Shout out to Jordan for the call. Great call. And you guys, if you don't know, the number to call is 434-658-1220. And then email for Skype. So you can be right here in the bottom left-hand corner. That's in the description box below. The number's in the description box. So is the email. Just click right underneath this video to show more, whatever that button says. And you'll be able to find what you need to find to go ahead and get on the line. All righty, let's go to the next one. And let's do three, two, one. You're allowed. Who am I speaking to? Dale. All righty, man. What's going on? Well, I, I'm a little concerned with America. Okay. Talk to me. And the reason being, okay, um, it, it, it seems like the Democrats win no matter what. They're evil, and they win constantly with no repercussion. Comey, Clinton, Biden, Hunter, the whole, the whole nine yards, and they get away with everything. And, and, and the Republicans and the American people don't stand up for righteousness. I don't understand. You know, they're taking our churches away. They're taking <clears throat> everything away that we have great in this country. And we're allowing it, and we're not stopping it. And the reason being, I believe, is we wash our hands of it, and we have no power. They have all the power. And Biden will be president. And it's sad to say, but he will be president because it begins the destruction of America. Okay, so what is the thing that you think that we could do to fight it? Because we can't just lay down and do nothing. Because if we just lay down and do nothing and just feel like it's over, then we, we'll never, at that point, we're pretty much just, it's a, self, it's a, it's a prophecy that we're fulfilling. We're, we're not going to be able to do anything because we're not trying to do anything. So what do you think we can do to, you know, not have this thing go this direction? Well, it, it's the only way is we can't play nice, nice no more. We can't do it. We got to do something. We got to show our strength. And the way we show our strength, I, I hate to say it, is, the right to bear arms you know that's the only way and right now it, it is the only way because they're they're tyrants and 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 according to our constitution 
we are allowed to go against tyranny. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm pause you right there. So why is it that they're getting these things done without doing that? Why, well, why is our, why because, is our response to, to go that direction? Because when it, when we're that, weak. Because we're weak. So maybe we, maybe we got to stop being weak. That's exactly what we have to be strong, but it, it, it would take 70, oh, 70 to 80 million people voted for Trump, but yet he lost. Allegedly, allegedly. Well, and, and, and right now everybody's going against him. Fox is now going against him. I mean, the only guy that probably won't is Hannity because he likes Trump. But that's it. That's all we got. We ain't got nobody else. You know, I, I get my news from Newsmax. I get my news from you. I enjoy, enjoy watching your videos and listening to your uh, live. It, you know, it, you, you, are, you, are, you are a voice for the people that somehow lost theirs. You know, they talk, but no action. You know, marching on the Supreme Court, so be it. But go to your governors, go to your senators, go to, you know, go to all of them. Don't just uh, have a one one million man march and be done with it. We got to take our country back, ABL. We got to. No doubt, man. Well, I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. You bet. Thank you. All right, now. Yeah, shout out to the caller. No violence. Because what's going to happen? Somebody going to try to clip that and be like, oh, ABO is promoting violence. I don't think, I don't think we got to go, no. Because the other side, are they're doing what they're doing without actually going that direction. You know, I always tell everybody. If somebody wants to attack you, you defend yourself, but don't, you don't got to start nothing like that. What, what we, what, one thing we can't do is be defeated because if they can beat you mentally, then you lost. The whole thing with going out there with your guns to do what? You've already lost. If you think that you, you can't do nothing, you can't even fight them on their own, on, a, on an equal playing field. You lost already. Don't be mentally defeated. All right, let me get to the next call. Let's go. Mike from Queens, what's happening? Hey, Anthony, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Can't complain. Wow. Very difficult to get into your show now nowadays. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah, but that's a good thing. Uh that's a good thing. Uh you'll be you'll be at a million subscribers sooner or later. Hey, that's that's the goal, man. Trying to get there. Yeah, I mean, Brandon, you'll be in an exclusive club. Brandon Tatum, Mark Dice, you know? Yeah, man. So, here's the report from the city. Uh, there's more homeless on the streets. Um, you know, COVID-19, obviously. Uh, they tried, you know, the governor up here, you know, Governor Meatball, as I call him. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to throw his weight down, you know, his weight around with, uh, with these Thanksgiving lockdowns and there's memes going around about, uh, you know, the Italians are not going to have, uh, what do you say to Italians that are going to have, uh, you know, 10 more, more people over for the holidays and, you know, people are laughing about it. Um, 
you know, and I think there's even in some of the upstate areas of New York, like in Buffalo, Albany, you know, up in the counties upstate, the, the sheriffs up there in some of those towns are not going to be enforcing, uh, you know, these quarantine rules. And you know what? Even the police department is not going to they're not in the business of that. They know it's all they know it's all uh, smoke and mirrors. Oh, yeah, they, they know they know what's going on. It's the same thing down here where I'm at. You know, there's a mask mandate, but the police chief got on TV and said, we're not enforcing the mask mandate on TV. So, I mean, they, they know what's going on. It's the same thing happening right now in L.A. They're not going to enforce Gavin Newsom's stuff. So, yeah, the, the, the people are fighting back against this stuff. The, the leaders, they got one thing they want to do, but the people are doing something else. Yeah, I mean, I got, uh, I mean, I got, I got f- uh, f- a few friends that I work with. They're, they're on their, they're actually on their way now. They're traveling down to Virginia for uh, Thanksgiving because you know Virginia is only about a six and a half hour ride from here. Yeah. Uh, people are going up to Massachusetts. People are going, uh, they're going out to Ohio. One of my other friends is uh, going. Uh, I think he's driving down to uh, North Carolina. You know, because that's a common thing up here. You always see up here in the, in the tri-state area. You always see a lot of uh, plates from Virginia, North Carolina. So. You know, they have family out there. Uh, you know, they're going to visit and people are even coming up here because, uh, you know, then, you know, and they say you got to quarantine with certain if you're coming from certain states or going to certain states for two weeks. But, you know, how, how are you supposed to keep uh, track of people with this? You can't. You, you really exactly. can't. You know, and. um I think what's going to happen is um, I think as uh, as for the Trump's legal uh, battle, I believe every single day that this goes on, his his chances are increasing. I mean, it, they really I mean, and on all the stuff with Tucker Carlson the other night with Sidney Powell, you really think Sidney Powell's going to give up the whole freaking bag of goods? Not, not at all, because you got court action. And for something this important, this major, you can't just let it all out there without presenting it to court first you're going to ruin your case and you can't ruin something this big yeah i mean it's like handing uh that's like handing over the playbook to uh to your opposing defense <laughs> exactly yep they could they could call a 20 second tie down and draw up a play on how to and to stop you de- uh, at midcourt i mean it, it's crazy that you know and all these people uh listen tucker carlson might be one of the last sane voices on fox news but here again he's drawing a, a paycheck from uh from still a, a mainstream media outlet, so you know he's got a he's got a he's got to toe the line, as they would say. Yeah. As a person compared to you, Jericho Green, uh, you know, and the other people on uh, on the internet, uh, and you know, and all the stuff that's coming out of the media, it's all propaganda. Just shut the freaking TV off, <laughs> and just continue to stick to your people in the main into the independent media, and that's it. You know. Right on, man. You know, they got um, – I have faith that the, the people in Georgia, they're going to come out. And, you know, don't be surprised if they if, if, if they can flip a few of these states. If Trump can't get to 270, it's going to go, go the way of the 12th Amendment where it's going to go to the House of Representatives. And what is it now? They have to delegate it to the states. And 31 states, I believe, are controlled by Republicans. That one, Each state gets one vote. That's it. Trump has got it, and I believe it's the, the, the Senate votes on the VP. So but that doesn't matter. The main thing is the president's more than likely, uh, hopefully, is going to be reelected. I mean, we just got to pray. Just keep our fingers crossed. Absolutely. And, 
even if, if Biden is rigged in there, he's going to have an asterisk. He's got no mandate. The left is going to be constantly the, – the, the, the corporate Democrats are going to be continuing to fight with the uh, – with the, uh, with the maniacs, AOC and, uh, you know, her minions, mm. the Senate, if it stays Republican is going to, you know, block whatever they try to, whatever kind of radical things they want to push across. And it's not going to happen. And here again, the stopgap, like I've been saying all along, the stopgap to any radical leftist agenda is the conservative Supreme court. In reality, it's five to four because you know how Roberts goes, but on paper, it's six to three. So on that note, Everybody stay positive and optimistic. Just keep praying, and I'll talk to you soon. Right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you for taking Have a good night. All right. A great call from Mike from Queens. Absolutely fantastic call. And let's get to the next call. Let me go. Three, two, one. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Jay Cotto. All right, man. What's going on? How you doing, ABL? How's everything, man? God bless you. Everything's great, man. Can't complain. Awesome, awesome. I just uh, want to let all the Americans out there that are discouraged, I want to let you guys know we have the most awesome legal team, and when they have a quota and, you know, they, they, they're used to this stuff. You know, these guys have locked up more important people within their careers, so it's like my all my faith is on this. Like, I already know that she and Rudy Giuliani and 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 uh, Jenna, they, and as well as I heard Trey Gowdy's on the team as well. I mean, if this is true, you guys have nothing to worry about. What she says and when they said they have evidence, these are professionals. And I think people should just sit back, pop their popcorn, because we're going to be victorious. Yeah, I believe, I believe that you're right. Yeah, I mean, you know, they... I mean, this is, listen, America has the greatest legal team right now. And I'm not sure if you guys are awake. I mean, I, I totally did exactly what Rush Limbaugh and, and uh, uh, Mark Levin told me to do, which was stop watching the news. And I have totally okay. done that. I only go to you and, you know, Brandon Tatum and everyone else. And it's like, I'll tell you guys, man, I also like to say thank you very much for your service. You know, I also have a channel here, but I'm not here to plug that. I just want to say thank you very much for everything that you guys are doing. And ABL is real news, guys. I mean, you got to check him. You know what I mean? Thank you very much. And America, don't worry. We got this, man. We have the the most lethal. And when I say the most lethal, we watch watch what they do. That's all I want to say. Thank you very much, man. God bless you, ABL. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. You're welcome, brother. Excellent call. You guys are doing. You got. You got some great calls tonight for sure. Ain't, ain't no question about that. All right, call you online. My speaker two three one seven. Hi, ABL. Uh, this is Matt from Fishers, and uh, I love your show. But I do have a problem with um, one of your callers tonight. I think it was like three calls ago. The guy that was saying basically that conservatives are weak and um, we need to stand up and fight and we're not strong enough. I completely disagree. Uh, more conservatives voted for President Trump in this election than in, throughout American history. Um, 
And they say that there were 73 million votes for Trump. But I think it's a lot more. It might be closer to 80 million. That's what Sydney was saying. So I completely disagree with that caller. And I think that he and, and there might have been another one, too, that were very dejected and down. They've got to stop watching the lamestream media. Um, I, the one guy was referencing Fox. And um, I don't know if he's noticed, but they've turned to the left. Right. Correct. So, and, 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 I, and they must have missed the press conference the other. They must have been watching uh, Rudy's hair color streaming down his face or something because they laid out all the evidence there. I mean, they talked about these voting machines, which are totally corrupt. They talked about the unconstitutionality of allowing judges and uh, secretaries of state make law, including allowing ballots to come in after 8 p.m. on election night in Pennsylvania. When all that stuff gets up to the Supreme Court, it's going to be stricken down. Um, there's, if you bring something unconstitutional to those five conservative judges, they're going to strike it down, man. Um, I'm sure they'll probably get death threats and things like that. Um, but if they've got any courage, they're going to strike that down. And that's going to give Trump Pennsylvania and probably Wisconsin and either Georgia or Michigan um, so I, I don't know where these people are coming from. Maybe they're not paying attention to the right news sources or whatever. Um, I like to watch you a lot. I also, I don't know if you know, Dr. Steve Turley. Yeah. He's a really positive resource during this time, man. Um, the gateway pundits great. And, you know, I try to watch Newsmax some, although it can be a little slow, they still get there's still a little bit of a left leaning leaning slant with Newsmax. Mm. But I don't feel the thing that people need to realize is there's really no middle ground when it comes to media. It's either left or it's right. There's there's really no one in the mid, middle anymore. And Fox News tried to play that, but we saw what happened there. Because what happens is you get you get people that are going to be one way or the other. It's going to be kind of hard to find an entire team of people that are going to be middle. It'll it, it probably just right. end up being one that's dominant. Right. It, at some point, it's going to go one way or another. That's what happened with Fox. Yeah. So you you got to pick and choose where you're getting your information, and, and you gotta you got to research it. You can't just listen to one. You can't just listen to Fox News all the day, all day. You certainly can't listen to CNN. Um, you got to research that stuff and try to find trusted news outlets that will give you the right information. Like you, my friend. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I have one question. All right, go for um, it. You always talk about... You always talk about the internets. I didn't think, why do you use plural internets? I didn't think there was more than one internet. <laughs> and maybe I'm too old to understand. It's, it's, it's just fun to say it like that. There's no real, there's not, there's not an actual reason. It's just fun to say it like that. All right, man. Thanks for taking my call, ABL. I love your show.
All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yep. All righty. Shout out to all the callers. We'll get to a few more. Eight six three. You don't mind how I'm speaking to you. Hello, eight six three. Hello. Yes, who am I speaking to? Uh, this is Fernando. Is this uh the guy on YouTube right now? Yes, it is. Okay, I got. I'm watching you live, and I seem to have like a lag. There, there is a lag. <laughs> just turn, just turn that off, and listen. Just talk to me on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I turned it off. Yeah, you do, man. Yeah, I'm calling. Uh, I'm one of the guys that have been uh, digging through this information and data for a very long time now. Uh, literally glued to to. I'm, I'm having a hard time hearing you. I'm on speaker. Yeah, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm, I, was, I was having a hard time hearing you. So go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm one of the guys that's been glued to the computer since election night because I've been seeing a bunch of weird stuff going on. Um, and I've been looking through the data. I've been looking through all this stuff that's out there. I don't think a lot of people are doing it. If it, all the stuff that I've been finding, there's no way that their lawyers do not have this information. This information, just with what I've seen, is going to be the craziest thing you guys have ever seen. I've seen the data. Uh, the, the state stuff the, 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 uh, in all the different states where all these irregularities supposedly were going on. This is going to bring down even news stations. They have proof and evidence that a lot of the news stations, New York Times, a lot of the people, they had this data while I was coming in live, but it leaked out somehow. And a lot of these data analysts and, 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 and um, um, science, data scientists they're looking through all this stuff. This is going to be ridiculous when people see all this stuff that's going to come out. That's why they can't. They they're not they they're, they don't want to say anything yet because there's a lot of people that they, they could possibly even be assassinated just to cover the stuff. That's how crazy this is going to be. Um, um, it's really deep. It's crazy as hell. But um, and and I wanted to talk about the guy that called in John. Are, are you on speaker right now, caller? Can you hear me? Are you on speaker? No, no. Uh, maybe just my speak. computer system. I got a very big computer system here. Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, um, and just to mention, uh, when it came to the guy that seemed to be afraid because he said he was he was in a blue state or something like that, uh, some of these people need to understand this is America. We fought World War One, World War Two, the Revolutionary, Revolutionary War, 1776. The American spirit, nobody's going to take our freedom away. It doesn't matter if we need what we, what we need to do to fight for our country. There's, we, there's a spirit in America that no one, no, no patriot is just going to give up their rights and their freedom. It's not going to happen. Even if we have to put our lives down, it's just not going to happen. This is America. People need to understand this is, this is America. We're the most strongest country in the, in the planet. And nobody is just going to come and take over and it's as simple as that, you know? But, but for all the people that seem to be worried, Trump is going to win, period. Why do you think he's so confident in when he says, I won? You're talking about the intelligence. They have the CIA. What they did, they want to land the people that have been inside uh, I'm with you, caller. I'm, I'm sorry, caller. I'm sorry, but I got, I got, you got, I got to kind of cut you right here because it's kind of, I can't really hear you too well. I'm sorry about that. I'm not okay, sure. Okay. I'm not sure what it is, but thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, no problem. Thank you. All right, yeah. I, I was trying to let him get the the microphone. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, you guys got to have your microphone and everything together. So shout out to the caller, though. I appreciate him for calling. Let's get to a few more. Sorry about that. I'm not really here. All right, Matt. What's going on? ABL, what's happening? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Dude, I know why Kumo got that that Emmy award. <laughs> why, why is that? 
the dude straight up stole my idea, man. I when all those people were dying in the uh, nursing homes and stuff like that, I called them up and I said, you know what, you ought to do, you ought to get this big Q-tip and go on TV and like make fun of your noses and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. I remember that thing with it with his with his brother, this giant Q-tip. I was like, man, come on, like y'all y'all are clowning. Stop this. Yeah, and uh. I I'm having a tough time laughing, but uh, all your all callers are making a lot of sense to me. Um, if you recollect, I was saying uh, to everybody that thought Trump could win in a landslide that uh, I think you're underestimating them, and I think you're estimating their ability to cheat, their double standards, and those sort of things. Um, and when you look at Sydney, even Sydney Powell, I I love. Her. I love her. I've been following her a long time. And um, even Michael Flynn is not off the hook because of her. I mean, they found exculpatory, exculpatory evidence. They found the notebooks from Peter Strzok that says, we got nothing on Michael Page or uh, uh, Michael Flynn. Right. What do we do? Right. Entrapment. Get him in like an, uh, you know, a trap. Uh, and then they wrote down... Um, Joe Biden, Logan Act, question mark, because Joe Biden had suggested that they lose, they use the Logan Act. And the, she brought this book to light. The prosecutors for the federal government dropped the case, but did Michael Flynn get off? No. Judge Sullivan hired an amicus of the court to actually prosecute Flynn. He's still being prosecuted. Mm-hmm. And with my friends and this whole Hunter Biden thing, I don't underestimate Giuliani. He's the real deal. Uh, and it really got to the point with my friends who are educated people. I'd say, hey, here's the text message where Joe, where, where Hunter is saying, hey, I can't come over and fold your laundry. Your mom's getting upset at me, you know. And then you got text conversations between him and Joe Biden saying, you know, hey, the the Haley's really upset because I'm naked and smoking crack and chatting to kids naked on the internet and stuff. And she thinks I'm a danger to, to the children. There's no level of evidence. And when it comes to trying to vote voter fraud, which is a complex and nuanced issue, if you can't convince people that Flynn should be let off the hook, and if you can't convince people that Hunter Biden is a major liability and his dad is is a major liability there's no level of evidence that's going to convince any of these people and we're going to be exercising the emergency provisions in the constitution and a lot of people are really cluing in on uh, uh on the uh, faithless selectors you know what i mean at the electoral college um the the generals are going to decide which one of the commanders in chiefs are the real commanders in chiefs you had uh, Jordan that was on that was talking about uh, is that his name Jordan talking about going after retirement savings and stuff like that as citizens. Yeah. Two of Obama's State of the Union addresses he calls it my IRA they were going to do those sort of things mm. and um, this ain't like a time to like roll over or whatever but y'all better be prepared because there's there's this is how failed states start. This is the, a contested election is how it starts. And, um, and it's been on this course for a long time. But this this is really the trigger point. 
So I hope, I hope that these emergency provisions that our founding fathers have put in for situations like this are effective, but we haven't ops checked these things. We don't know if they work or don't work. We got no clue. Um, maybe that's all I got for you. If you got any questions for me. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. You know, it's a crowded day. So I thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. Cheers. Love your show. I appreciate you. All righty. Let's go to 317. You're going to allow him to speak to. Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? 317. Uh, this is uh, Matt Warden, 317-515-0887. All righty, man. What's going on? Not too much. I'm just uh, wondering what's going on with uh, the situation with Trump and Biden in the future election here. What is your opinion on everything with uh, how everything's going to play out in the future, given the fact that we're still trying to figure out how everything's going on. That's kind of a broad question. I mean, I think that there's a whole lot here that points towards election fraud. And I think we need to look into it as quickly as possible and figure out a way to resolve it. Beyond that, I'm not really sure how to answer your question. Are you there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Um, I guess just, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty given with, uh, you know, the recent state with uh, the Rudy Giuliani um, speech and everything, how we are going to approach um, trust in the election. I guess just what do you think? Are they not giving up enough information on Sydney Powell and everything in the next few days just because they're trying to gather more information? What, what is your opinion on why they're not trying to reveal so much information? Because I've listened to Daily Wire and some other uh, podcasts just and trying to understand. Sounds like maybe they're just trying to wait until they can get a lot more information before they give the whole crack in, as they say. What do you think about that? Well, I feel like they can't really reveal everything they have because things have to still go before court. And you don't want to, you know, show all of the court action stuff before it goes to court. That's my opinion. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I, I have a delay on my phone here. So yeah, but if you, if you watch me on YouTube, if you, if you watch me on YouTube, don't, don't just don't just talk to me on the phone. Okay. Appreciate it, man. I'm in Lynchburg right now. I see you have a four, three, four. I was wondering, cause I know you're from Virginia beach, but you're in Chattanooga now. So I was just curious. Well, uh, the, well, the, well, the number is just a Skype number. So this this is not like my personal Skype number. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate your taking my call and uh, keep me in touch with everything that's going on. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Take care. All righty. Let's get to a few more. Let's go. All right, Skype caller. Who am I speaking to? Talking to Ambrose. All right, man, what's going on? Not much. Uh, I mean, like, when we get down to spirit, you know, since we're locked down, you might as well just look it up yourself. Go on the CDDC website and just acknowledge yourself on what's going on in your state. I called earlier about our governor here in New Mexico. And I got a little voice I recorded on our um, 
Let me see if I can get it real quick. Okay, thank you, you for calling that? in the gathering or business not complying you know the one thing I did was I acknowledged my kids on all the facts on the hospital visits the death tolls the rate people infected we're still sitting at a 99.7 survival rate you know if anything is maybe more knowledgeable to look at it for myself I had a Skype class today and the people on there were just like the media feeds them all this lie and they're sitting there just calling me dumb I'm not wearing a mask I'll be considering wearing a mask but otherwise if I don't need to wear it I don't need to wear it right that's right. But a lot of them were just sitting there trying to put it all up. And I even showed them all this. I mean, heart disease, we get three, almost 4,000 people die a year in New Mexico. Cancer, 3,600. Accidents, 1,500. So far, COVA, as of Friday, took out 1,325 people out of 77,000 people. That's a 0 0.02 survival rate. But then whenever my mom went into the hospital, she had to explain to them what happened. They wanted to just counter as COVA, I was doing some more research on just people going to hospital. It's $13,000 for Medicaid just for a hospital to be hospitalized. For a vental machine, it's $40,000. But you get an extra 20% more for the COVA Act, for the CARE Act. You get a 20% for the hospital. So they do get incentives for patients that are tested positive for COVA. So it's about money, really, just trying to just get a little extra on top of what they're getting already for the treatment. That's right. My girlfriend's uh, my girlfriend's dad went in because he has bad asthma. He had to literally tell the doctors, give me a shot and give me oxygen before you try to test me for COVID and wait two days. I want oxygen and a shot right now. And they're just trying to shove COVID down his throat. And he says, hell no. I want you to treat my illness first before you end up just putting me as a statistic to put me down as COVID, you know? It's kind of like... A friend of mine used to be a firefighter. They said they would sit back there and wait for it got extreme to a category five or whatever so they can get that double pay, you know? Right. I mean, most respect to them doing their job, but, I mean, medical people, I mean, they get paid to do it, but if they're going to sit there and wait for the to get more incentives, you know, that's that's wrong. When, it's, when they're trying to make more money for doing what they're supposed to be doing, it's wrong. And what our governor's doing for our state here is wrong also. And I left there plenty of messages, but being respectful, you know, we can't just go on there and, be all vile and say crazy things, you know, just hit them with facts and then look it up yourself. I mean, I'm glad for your podcast. It made me want to look at it for myself. The facts open up my eyes, you know, like, oh, woke and get woken and educate people that sit there and rely on the media. That's right. Absolutely, man. And just tell everybody, be strong. You know, our, our, our president has been there for four years doing a great job. Everybody's getting woken. Um, Democrats try to fight him for three and a half years, spending a lot of money on, on nothing. You know, at least this time, say Biden gets in there. I mean, we got facts. We got white, black and white, I's and T's crossed. You can see all the fraud in New Mexico on the elections. And I was beating up my head looking at numbers today, just going over numbers for the new New Mexico um, voter counts, the ballots. You know, it, it doesn't make sense. I, I thought my math was wrong, but 
doesn't make sense and we need a recount here in New Mexico and I encourage other people go online I mean you're stuck at home anyhow you might as well look it up yourself you know that's right man well I thank you for and your spread, call spread definitely the appreciate word out. Thank you, baby I'll, I appreciate you on there you encourage me to look more to have my kids see the truth too because I just look at the facts and to them so they can show it to their teachers that are trying to push all that to them also in the school system absolutely man that's where you got to do it yep God bless you and everybody out there is listening. Keep strong. Keep on keeping on. All right, man. Appreciate you. God bless you. Great call from Mexico. Yeah, I mean, we can see what's going on, so don't just lay down. Now, a super chat I want to read right quick. Just, just one. I'm going to read right quick. I'm going to read the rest of them towards the end. But there's one I'm going to read right here, and then I'm going to get back to the calls. SOBC. I know SOBC. I met SOBC before. He says... Don't appreciate some conservative YouTubers preying on people's emotions. Trump has no chance. He is done. Let's move on and strategize for 2024. <laughs> okay. Now, let's let's dig into it right quick. I won't spend too much time. Right quick, and then we're getting right back to the calls. If you don't fight right now, then forget 2024. If you're saying don't fight right now, let it go, then you might as well say forget 2024 too because... You already didn't gave up. What the left wants you to do is give up right now. Because now they set the precedent. They can cheat openly and you won't do nothing. You just sit back and let it happen. If you if you do that now, then they're going to do it again. It's like a bully. If you let a bully just punch you in the face and you don't do nothing about it, he'll keep coming back over and over again doing the same thing. Because you ain't going to do nothing. So what's going to change? You got to do this right now. Because if you don't do it now, you're going to be in the same boat in 2022. Because let's not forget about midterms. If you forget about that, why you say 2024? Like, like it's only one election. Midterms, 2022. Okay, they, they, take, they take the house back. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll take the seats that got flipped in the house back and retain the house and the Senate, maybe. So then they'll have the presidency, the house and the senate and they'll do whatever they want and then they do the same thing in 2024 and 2026 and 2028 and 2030 and so on you guys start to fight right now they didn't ever stop fighting they lost fair and square in 2016 but guess what they ain't stopped fighting that's where that's why they are where they are right now they never stopped fighting if we stop fighting then it's over with so you might as well just say Forget 2024, forget 2022, forget being conservative at all. Just go ahead and join the left, put on the dress, put, some, put on the wig and some lipstick, <laughs> and just, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. But I digress. Let's get back to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220, and you can also join through Skype, and you can find that in the description box. I don't pray on anybody's emotions. I'm an honest person. I'm going to just say how I feel. Period. That's what I, I'm honest. I can't. I'm not a liar. You know, I get accused of trying to um, what they say, what, what, what they say, like I'm a grifter or um, I'm just trying to appeal to white conservatives or something. I'm just being myself. That's it. I'm I'm and I've always been this way. Anybody that know me for real from back when I was a young and they know I've been this way. You know, just kind of like walking to the beat of my own drum, being an individual. But let me get to the next one. All right, let's do. All right, Matthew, what's happening? Hey, Leo. Hey, nothing, man. What's going on? 
Now, did you see the thing about Gavin Newsom's son? No, I didn't see that. What happened? His son has COVID or is in quarantine for COVID. Wow. I, I did not hear about that. Crazy. Mm hmm. Uh, CNN's Brianna Kellar um, said that the Trump, the people representing the Trump campaign is a crack team. I think she's talking about the wrong team. She needs to be talking about the Biden team. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. That That's the real crack team right there. That's that's crack team six. Well, that's it for me. Congratulations on your new house. And uh, thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right. Shout, shout out to the young man, Matthew. And also, we can't stop fighting because we got the youngins out there. I mean, how you gonna look? You got you got kids as you know, 10, 12, 13, 14 years old watching you, and they say you just lay down and just quit. I mean, what kind of example is that? Oh, you know, when when it was time to fight, my daddy, my daddy just laid down and stopped. He just put his he put his sword down and just let him, you know, do whatever. That's no that's the way to set an example for the next the future generation. Cause all you're doing is training them to be cowards. I'm not interested in training people to be cowards and just laying down. When there's a, a fight to be fight, what is a fight to be fought? You fight it. If you lose, you lose. But you fight the fight. You don't just you don't forfeit. And and because they're they're fighting you, you say, all right, you're gonna just nah. And then they're never gonna stop fighting. Somebody may think if we stop fighting right now, that's gonna be the end. Please, the left are always fighting, always, always fighting. If we stop, then they just continue to gain momentum. And it's it's like when a game is being played, constant perpetuity by one side, and the other side just plays it every now and again. The other side is going to have more victory than the side that they're fighting because it's, it's one sided. At that point, it becomes not a rivalry, but you know now you become communist China because it's only one party that dominates, and you don't want that. All right, let's go. Four zero five. You're on line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL, it's Naomi. How are you? I'm uh, doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good. Just sitting here watching your show. And I got to say, whoever's calling in with all these doom and gloom and writing you super chats and whatnot, they're jerks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, it's all right. Well, where's the hope? Yeah, I mean, some, some people, you know, they get hopeless. But, I mean, if, if somebody's hopeless right now, then... They're gonna be like they're gonna be forever like that. It, you you can't you can't just have adversity and and lay down because that's that's exactly not, yeah you you're not gonna be able to succeed that way. Well, imagine if Trump did that when the COVID came in, or if he did that during the peace talks, or when he did that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's stupid. He fought for us for four years. It's our turn to fight for him. That's right. I mean, the man got spied on, lied on, they attacked his kids, his wife, everybody. Mm -hmm. And you can't just That's say, right. oh, one little hiccup, we're going to stop. No, it's got to be a constant thing. Exactly. So whoever's, you know, given all this doom and gloom, as far as I'm concerned, they're just shills. That's all they are. They're hacks. They're just trying to give all of us less of hope. And here I sit in my home duking it out with my adult son over who's going to win. You know, he's he laughs every time he hears something about Trump and it irritates the hell out of me, but I digress. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, great show. Love it. Keep it going. 
Well, I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Sure. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All righty. Great call. I that, that was a good one. Let's go. All right. I had one right there. 626, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Hi, ABL. <laughs> um, hi, this is Nellie from California again. I hit the jackpot. Uh, that's my son. I'm so sorry. He was quiet until now. Um, so, hey, uh, you've been doing the comedy, dude. <laughs> you've been making me laugh throughout your live stream. Um, talking about uh, evil ninjas, evil turtle ninja, uh, ninja turtles. <laughs> and uh, was it Lori Lightfoot that you were saying was smoking like 42 packs straight? Yeah, like 18 packs of Newport straight, like within a two-hour period, oh. 18 packs of Newports. Dude, yeah, she's she's a ghoul for sure. And, you know, I don't see that to like, you know, judge a book by its cover, but just as a person, man, just the walking dead on the inside, just an awful awful person doing what she's doing up there in Detroit. Um, so I wanted to um, talk a little bit about governors since, you know, we're talking about governors. I was thinking about how here in California, uh, back in 2003 to 2011, we had the governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and, you know, he uh, was a re like the, a Republican, our most recent Republican. And I don't think he did it a bad job even though like you know every every person you know in power kind of you know has the you know people looking at them and telling them what they're doing wrong but uh looking back man you know if we didn't know how good we had it uh especially with what we're facing now at least Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't telling us what to do in our own personal lives but we couldn't you know who we couldn't couldn't celebrate how we have to eat our food you know we have to be home at a certain time no 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 it's not, you know, we, we have just fallen so far um, in terms of uh, the governor that we have now. Um, but I was also thinking about how uh, Governor Schwarzenegger was, uh, he was Austrian, you know. Uh, so he, he was born like in the 1950s. So that means that his parents were, were, you know, aware of what was going on in Austria in the 40s and, and 30s, you know, with the, with the Nazi occupation. And um, and I'm pretty sure when he came to the states, yeah. he, he saw like the uh, the difference of you know what we stand to lose here, you know our freedoms, and um, and I think that kind of made him start to be to do the best that he could, you know, to actually do things for California, and um, and if he would have went on to be a president, I wonder what kind of president he would have he would have been, you know, if he could have stayed strong, I don't know. Um, I mean, he, he would have been similar to Donald Trump, you know. Um, because they were both not politicians and and uh, kind of anti-establishment, you know, just like that uh, the cute the sweet uh, Cuban guy who spoke at the RNC who talked about how like you know once California goes where where, where do we go where do we go right um, where else is there to go um, I like that you're 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 following your your uh, your audience is actually really cool. <laughs> So when I spoke the last time, I was like, I'm bumbling and fumbling through my words, you know, because that's kind of like how I am, you know, 50% of the time. But it's okay because, you know, I I'm not running for president. So I can bumble and fumble at all that I need to, right? Um, but uh, people were really cool in the in the chat. You know, you, you have a really good audience. You totally do. Very positive. Um, and you also have um, foreign, uh, foreign, you know, people who 
who are probably their eyes are on the U.S. right now. What's going on, right? They're they're can they have an uh, an objective perspective. You know, they probably seen things that we haven't seen yet. We're we're like in the middle of it. We're the frogs boiling in the pot against the evil turtle ninjas, ninja turtles, right? Okay, so um, I um I just wanted to say, you know, I really liked your analogy about um the battlefield. How there's different levels of 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 battle, like everyone kind of does different things on the battlefield according to what they can do, you know. Um, and I think that's what you're doing. You're doing. You're using your God-given talent, you know, your your ability of to have, you know, your speech and your your good nature, your ability to connect with people, and your common sense for sure, you know, because not everyone has common sense nowadays. It surely is a gift. Um, you're using all these things uh, to fight the good fight, you know. And I think uh, the rest of us, like, we're wondering, what can we do? Well, I was thinking, um, you know, with all the censorship going on, you know, if you're like a historian, if you can say some of these, you know. Um, things that are truthful, say some of these things, have your own hard drive, be a historian and document the things that are going on that need to, will need to be pulled up later, right? And um, if you're a stay-at-home mom like me, like, oh, what do we do? You know, well, maybe it's enough. Maybe it's enough to just be um, a good mom, you know, to raise your kids the best that you can to to give them the skills and the uh, that they'll need for an uncertain future, you know, love them and, and equip them, right? That's so right. I just, uh, I really, really like yeah right uh abl i want to see you with a gang of kids man i want uh <laughs> maybe like one for every day of the week right because uh, uh, i know your kids are going to be intelligent good looking um patriots right we need more of them i got a little one you know i got to set her up with someone good <laughs> that's right that's right so, um that's right so a uh, blessing to you abl thank you i'm so glad I, I was able to get through again and i just love your show keep up with the good work dude well, thank you for the call definitely appreciate you Thank you. Appreciate you too. Thanks. All righty. Let's get to a few more here. Let's go to. All right. Let's try. 631, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yeah, 631. Is this Anthony? Yes, it is. I got a little bit of feedback in the background. Turn the speakers down for me. Let me turn down my computer. Hold on, I'm shocked. Hold on, I got to turn off this volume. Okay, I'm calling you because um, I just love your show so much, and I call and call and call and call and call for an hour. But um, there was one thing I wanted to uh, hit on. Okay, um, I've noticed that I live in a 55 and older community, and it's half black, half white. I noticed that, you know, like this one white young girl came up to me, I mean, black girl came up to me and said, do you think your skin is better than mine? And I said, hell no. I said, do you know that your skin is an organ? And the darker it is, the stronger it is. So, no, I don't think my skin is better than yours. And Secondly, I mean, people just don't understand. It seems like more women will attack me than a man. I've never had a man, attack, a black man, attack me in any way, shape, or form during this presidency. And I, I'm wondering why. What is the issue with, with that? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, like, you, you're, you're asking why you have black women that may attack you or just women in general? 
I said I was alive in the 60s, okay? So I remember Dr. Martin Luther King saying you should not be judged by the color of your skin because it's really just skin. It's an organ, just like your heart, your kidney, you know. It's an organ protecting your body. I, you should be judged by the character of, of your integrity, you know, what kind of person you are. And rooting in li- and rioting is not the way to go. So... Because she also asked me, how come white people don't loot and riot? And I said, you know, I don't know if that's so so much true, but I know for myself, I can only speak for myself, I believe in law and order, and I think that the cops would be more aggressive with white people than they would be with black people because they'd be called racist. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's that's, so that's, that's the truth. That's why I think most white people get like scared and say, "Okay, we're just going to go to court with this one," you know, if you know if this is what's going to happen, and do it that way. Try to do it that way, you know. Just don't break the law. You know, I believe in law and order. We need it. I'm not going to disrespect the cop right directly to his face. I'm just not doing that. Right. You know what you're going to get. You know what's coming. You're going to get a beating. And that's how I was raised. If you ran away from them, or if you talked to them any way you wanted, you got a beating, you know? And that's how it was. It didn't matter what color skin you had, you know? It was very sad, the 60s. I feel like this is worse than the 60s. Terrible. Terrible. I've never seen anything like this right. before you. And it's definitely a rigged lie. This whole thing is disgusts me. I feel like I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go vote, and it didn't matter. They probably threw it out. That's how I feel. I'm very angry over it. Yeah, I understand where you're feeling. So that means they you should redo New York to you, too. Because everybody I talk to, except for black women, <laughs> mostly, um, were for Trump. Because everybody wants their freedom. You want freedom, or do you want to be controlled and enslaved again? Everybody will be enslaved. Because <laughs> they'll have all the slaves, all the money. They're going to take all your money. They're going to. You're going to be like a third world country here. You can't let all illegal aliens in and say everything's free for you. You know, you can't do that. Right. Brought in four pages of diseases illegally and who's paying for that the american taxpayers they have to have law and order i don't care what anybody says you have to have it and you have to have a military they want to do away with the military they want to do away with the police why hey you know good question does it make sense to you not not at all I i just wanted to make that point as to, I don't know why, black black women are more aggressive to me. Not one black man has ever been aggressive. Well, that, that's 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 a whole different topic right there. I might do a whole a whole uh, that's, that's that's a whole you podcast. That, that's a whole podcast right there. So I'm I, not I, trying to sound racist. No, 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 no. I understand. I, I understand where you're coming from. That's that's, that's an actual yeah, issue that exists. So I thank you for your call. Very young women too. Right. I thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. And I do say, I say, what, what, give me one reason why you don't like him. Right. Why? Just one legitimate reason. Right, I, I got like you. I don't like the way he's 
I understand, but I, I, I got I have more calls I got to get to. So thank you for your call. Definitely All appreciate right. you. All right. I love you. You're great. Watch you every you every time you're on. <laughs> All right. Appreciate All right. you. Have a great night. Yeah, the, the issue with black women. I mean, that's that's a thing. Like that's that's like a real big topic on YouTube. That's not really my lane though. But that is an actual issue. That's a whole different that's that's something that's way beyond politics. But let me get to the next call. All right, let's go. All right, Skype caller, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, man, what's going on? What's up, man? Um, I was just curious on like what you thought about the whole like voter fraud thing. Uh, what do you mean? Like, can you be a little bit more specific with your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, with Michigan and all of the, all of the, like, you know, like when they were like switching over from like Trump to Biden. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think that there's something there. I think we need to really look into it. Um, mm -hmm. But because the the main thing about the voter fraud is that mathematically things will make a whole lot of sense. You had voter turnout that's like next to impossible statistically to rise from mm -hmm. one to the other from 2016 to 2020. And mm -hmm. for Biden to have over 75 million votes, it seems next to impossible. There are so many things that are going on that need to get looked into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was talking to this with my, uh, my grandfather. He's actually, he's a Democrat himself. And he was just like, he saw the sample ballots because uh, the story of the 80 sample ballots that were burned and they were like, oh, they were sample ballots. Um, and he was just like, yeah, that could have been a coincidence or anything. I mean, that's so, one thing as far as the burned ballots. But my main thing is just the mathematical um, improbabilities that are next to impossible. How do you have 10 million more votes for Joe Biden mm -hmm. over Hillary Clinton the year before? It doesn't make any sense at all. You had eight million more votes for Trump. That makes sense because Trump had his base at like mm -hmm. 95 percent or more and was able to gain more people through organic rallies and marches and stuff like that. You, you were able to see the rise in the base. So he had close to Obama numbers or actually a little bit above Obama numbers because it was a phenomenon. But Biden did not have that type of. First of all, you, you almost never lose when you have Ohio and when you're mm -hmm. an incumbent. So. Things that are normal were abnormal this time. So it's just not really adding up mathematically. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I was just curious on like what you thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. My, my main thing is just a math point of view, not the, the mm -hmm. burn ballots and that. Look at the math and the statistics and it don't mm -hmm. really add up. Yeah. 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 I was just curious on what you thought about. Yeah. It was nice talking to you, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, man. Thank you. All right. Shout out to all the young callers. I remember I had my, my young voice and all that still. <laughs> hey, but, you know, I love it because when I was young like that, man, I was still, you know, I, I'm, I'm playing basketball. Like, you know, I didn't know anything about politics at all. I didn't become politically really aware until I got to be an adult. So shout out to all the kids calling in the show. I appreciate y'all. All right. Now, let me get to some more calls here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And let's get to... Okay, Skype caller, can you hear me? Hello, Skype caller. Saba? 
going once. If you if you can hear me, I can't hear you, but your microphone is not on. I can't hear you at all. So I'm gonna go ahead and hang up. Sorry. Three, four, six, five, eight. All right. I heard my heard a little bit of feedback right there. So they probably were watching the stream. If anybody's calling for the first time, do not watch the stream and try to time it that way. You have to be like have your ear to the phone. So when I pick up, you'll be able to hear it. You're not going to be able to tell me about listening to the stream. It's just not going to work that way. Let's get to the next call. All righty, caller. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hi, ABL. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, no problem. <laughs> ABL, I'm calling from Colombia and South America. All righty. I, 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 I watch you all the time, and I really appreciate what you do. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Hey, uh, I'll make it quick. I just wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on this whole um, reset issue with the World Economic Forum and how they're talking about, you know, this great reset by 2030. I'm sure most of your viewers know about it. And I'm not sure if you've spoken about it before, but it's really creeping me out because, I mean, it's obvious this uh, whole coronavirus thing is a hoax. I mean, like the, the numbers are inflated and the tests don't work and all that. And these people are just coming out and saying, including Trudeau, he was coming out and saying, hey, listen, this is the perfect opportunity to reset the world. And I'm like, wow, what's going on with that? So that's the first thing. So I wanted to, to, to ask you if you could talk about that. And the second thing in regard to what you said a little while ago about um, sort of fighting the fight. Well, I think you can be hopeful and 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 fight the fight but i don't know no what i mean to say is i don't honestly think that in in many countries the right will win but we have to keep fighting even if we don't win we just have to keep you know you know sort of um taking back some of the cultural spaces and 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 things that we've lost you know even if we don't win the election and um the third thing i wanted to mention was you know uh Things are getting really bad worldwide, and um, here, at least in Colombia, like the economy is collapsing, and uh, it's all because of this fake virus. I mean, one of the companies I work for just fired like 18, pe 18 people yesterday from just one of like like their sales field or something. So that's kind of crazy. So yeah, that that's all. So I just wanted to ask you your opinion on those things. Well, there, there's a lot there. I'm gonna just say as far <laughs> as uh, you know. The, the right and the fight because if we just like i was saying earlier if we just give up then it's over there's no hope if you just yeah. give up and say okay there's no nothing 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 to fight for everything is over with that's it then it's over because one side is always fighting the left are always fighting they'll never stop fighting so if we just and and the thing you know the, i think trump has kind of spoiled us a little bit on the right because we've not had to fight at all really we had a little true. bit, but not really, because once you got Trump in office, you know, he's doing all the dirty work and heavy lifting. We just got him in there, which was important. But it's like we could just kind of sit back and not do much. But then when it comes time for us to do something, then it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. Some of us, yeah, not all of us. You can't be cowardly. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't absolutely. be cowardly. We got to keep on going, because if we just lay down and let everything happen, then we'll never win again. You know, 2022 mm -hmm. midterms will be done. 2024 will be done. They'll do the same thing over and over again. It's up to us to, you know, fight against things that are going on right now. And as far as the yeah. virus, it is most certainly overblown. I mean, it's a virus and it's out there, but so is the flu. So is the common cold. So is tuberculosis. There's a lot of viruses out there, but it doesn't mean we just stop life 
and crash our economy and destroy our nations because of this one particular thing. I mean, I think Trump and others have said it. The cure can't be worse than the virus itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 oh, I, I just wanted to also say, you know, the lady who just called in, she said, you know, she, she's a housewife and, you know, she's a mom and man, we need more people, you know, uh, getting married and just doing things, uh, the way we used to do things, you know? And I think that in, that in itself is like one of the fronts of the battle and, 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 and everybody can, can pitch in and can do what, what we have to do, but we definitely have to be brave as you say, for sure. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, well, 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 thank you so much for taking my call. I won't take up more of your time. I know you've got a lot of people waiting. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right now. Bye. Great call. Yeah, you got to keep on going because the left will never, ever stop. You know, I, I said it before a long time ago. I said, I've been saying it for years. This is why they call themselves progressive. They'll never stop because you know here, here's something here, here's a good way to really kind of describe what i'm talking about as far as i'm never stopping um some people say oh we can, it's okay to have gay marriage because that's all you know we, we can just stop right there right we'll just have gay marriage and if you love each other you can get married and it's okay but see you're not you're not thinking you're not th you're not using your noodle here you're not using your medulla oblongata whatever they call that thing upstairs you know use it for more than a hat rack you know i got a brand up under here that i use they're not going to stop right there at gay marriage. Next thing is going to be, well, what if you're a little bit younger than uh, 18 or 16 or 14? It's going to be that. Then it's going to be, why can't I get married to more than one person? Or how about, you know, I love my dog. I can't get married to my dog. It's always going to be the next thing. People say, oh, ABO, you're doing too much. I said that about drugs. And I said, once you legalize weed, it's always going to be the next drug because right now, Weed is in kind of a taboo space. It's kind of legal, kind of illegal, but it's illegal. But once you make it legal, you remove it from the taboo space and it's going to be open taboo space. What do we put right there in the taboo? It's kind of illegal, kind of illegal. Okay, how about crack? You put that right there. So it's not really a big deal to see somebody smoking crack and blowing crack smoke in the face of a little kid because it's, it's not really a big deal. Kind of like weed smoke, right? How you got parents in the hood blowing we smoke in the kids face crack smoke the same way now you have oregon where you can smoke crack shoot heroin do whatever you want to do oh so wait it's a it's a non-violent all right do you want to live next to the dope house where all the crackheads and meth addicts and all them congregate you don't want to live there but i come from the hood where i live next to all of that i've been in the dope house when i was a little boy and i had crack smoke blown on my face is that what you want for People like me when I was a kid, but you want to have all drugs legal. You see, it's always going to be not a slippery slope, just also a constant progression. If you just let things happen and let things go on, it'll never stop. You got to draw a line in the sand somewhere and you got to hold that line. But I digress. Let's get back to the calls. All right. Bone on Skype. Can you hear hey, me? what's up? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Oh, uh, I'm a I'm a girl. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I was just you know talking. I I I, I, I didn't want to assume your gender, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not offended. Uh, I just uh, have to say um, about everything that's going on right now. I I have been in the pit of despair for as long as this has been going on because 
uh, everybody knew something was going to happen when they said that the uh, uh, they were going to be using mail-in votes, you know. And um, uh, all I got to say is that, you know, things are starting to look look up for us, for our side, and uh, uh, just uh, keep keep on keeping on. Uh, have faith. Anyway, uh, thank you for allowing me to call. Well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Okay. Have a good night. Same to you. Yeah, shout out to the caller. Yeah, just, you know, keep up to keep the faith. You know, we, we still here. Everything is good. We got to keep on going, though. Definitely got to keep on going. Some may disagree with the weed, but what, what I wanted to say about the weed before I get to the next call, it's not even about weed. So don't don't get caught up in just talking about weed, because when I say I'm against legalizing weed, don't don't, don't look at it like I'm against the that drug. Don't look at maybe if you got a weed habit that I'm attacking you. It's not even about that. It's not you. I'm looking beyond just weed. I'm talking about the the place and society that weed occupies, not weed itself. When you remove weed from that space, what's next? You know, you can shoot heroin. You can get heroin from the Quickie Mart. You can you can go to the Quick Trip and get you a dime bag of crack. You can smoke that right outside the Quickie. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna tear neighborhoods down. It, I can't even really put it into words. It's not going to be a good place to be. You know, you guys know I was born in West Virginia. I got a lot of family up there. Heroin is a serious problem. Serious problem. Imagine I saw one of my cousins posted this on Facebook. One of my cousins got a pizza delivered, and then when the, the, the lady left, she dropped a needle out of her pocket. I mean, imagine living in that kind of environment. Is that where you want to live? I, I, but I'm, I'm getting too deep. I might do a whole different video about that, so I will digress. All right, Valentine's Show, what's happening? Your microphone's off, boss. Yeah, you might want to check in your Skype settings. I, I hear you, but it's super low. It's like way low. You probably got your mic muted. Yeah, I hear you, but you're like way, 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 way low. Your, your microphone is muted. Let me call you back. Let me call you back. All right. All right. Shout out to Valentine. I, I'll get him back on in a second. All right. Let me see. I'm reading some of the chat here. And um, let me see. I know. Come on. A diabetic, really, with a needle? Like, be for real. Ain't no diabetic. <laughs> come on. Stop it. So is that where everybody in San Fran, all, all the doo-doo on the ground and the needles, is just a bunch, bunch of diabetics on the ground taking taking dumps on the sidewalk? Come on, man. Stay up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are funny, man. All right, let me get to the next call here. All right, call you online. I'm speaking to seven five seven. Hey, this is Lively. All right, what's going on? Um, I just wanted to point it, point out the obvious about the election. It's not about the election itself, but it's about the principle behind what happened. Now, I was up for you know, like the whole seven hours that you were streaming. 
And we clearly seen how certain states paused their counting and other states were called early. I honestly believe that Trump won California. But of course, since, you know, it's predominantly uh, Democrats over there, you know, they're not going to, um, you know, stand for that. So like the people who, you know, who are like, oh, it's just, you know, it's not that important. There's nothing to really, you know, fight about or fight over. It is something because it's the, it's the principle of the matter. When somebody has no substance to stand on, they're going to manipulate and they're going to cheat and they're going to do um, dirty because they don't have anything else to, um, you know, stand on. So when you have the truth, when you have evidence and substance, your, your demeanor is more cool and calm and collected or it's just cutthroat like how Trump is. And I just respect um, Trump for, you know, how tough he is when he's dealing with so much, um, you know, oppression coming against him and so many naysayers trying to, you know, set him up and everything. So, um, yeah, that's basically what I wanted to say about all of this and just seeing just how dirty, you know, the left is and they're just exposing themselves and people still think, oh, Trump is the evil guy. He's the corrupt one. So if they're thinking that Trump is so corrupt, so how much more corrupt and, you know, sinister is, you know, Joe Biden and, you know, Kamala and the whole team over there? Why turn a blind eye to the left, you know, when they're claiming, oh, Trump and the right, they're the bad guys? So to me, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you make perfect sense to me, 100%. I understand where you're coming from all the way. It, it doesn't make sense. But what you're saying makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. But well, all right. Thank you. All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All right. Great caller. And let me get to some more calls. The number to call, 434-658-1220. I'll be here till 11 p.m. Eastern thereabouts. We got about 18 more minutes of calls. So I'm going to go ahead and try to get a few more of you guys on. And let's try to do it this way. Now I'm going to know you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. Uh, it's Josh, man. Uh, long, time list, long time listener, first time caller. How you doing? I'm uh, doing pretty good, man. Can't complain about yourself. Well, not too bad. Uh, just something I wanted to bring up. I've been seeing it a lot on, a lot on Twitter and stuff for these kids that are saying or all these groups that are saying that they want their college paid for and stuff you know uh, something i guess what bugs me about that whole thing is you know not everybody's built for college i don't know if you remember watching seeing the water boy when the mom was like you know my boy ain't what they call college material you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know it kind of blows my mind that you know they want the taxpayers to pay for all this garbage and it's like you know i went to i went to trade school i've been a welder my whole life you know and it's like you know it just i I don't i don't quite get it you know (laughs) i guess i guess someone's gonna have to explain that one to me it you know kind of you know i don't i don't know what's your insights on that as far as what specifically you know, the whole 
all this thing about, oh, we want free college or, you know, that money's got to come from somewhere. And the last thing I want is it to come from my pocket. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, everybody's like, oh, we got a free money printer. We're going to print that money. You know, <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, the the money doesn't just come out of thin air. We can't just, you know, go to the Xerox machine and print up, uh, you know, $100 bills when we need it. It's going to come out of our pockets at the end of the day. You know, yeah. I don't want to pay for somebody's gender studies degree, if you know what I mean. That, that, that's right. Like, that's right. But see, you know, the, the thing is, what people don't understand is that just because uh, you may have free college, I mean, it, it, you won't necessarily have good college because look at what's going on right now with K through 12. You don't have a lot of good schools all over the nation that are free. So just, just because freedom is going to be good, number one. And number two, like you were saying, you may not actually have to go to college or you know the traditional four-year university spend a bunch of money getting into debt it's all about what you can do for yourself what you may be good at already and what you want to develop a skill in and what you want to do for your life just like me i mean all i have is an associate's degree and i was able to just read a lot of information about politics and things that i know on my own without having to go spend a bunch of money and get into a crazy amount of debt now i paid for my college out of my own pocket when i was working and I had like a little small loan for one year out of four year. And I pretty much just left that. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm good. I don't need this anymore. People need, people need to think a little bit more about that when they get, when they're younger versus just saying, Oh, give me something for free. That's just not really how it is. You got to think smarter for yourself and have less of the government really having the government involved made college more expensive. And if you have free college, government will make college lower quality right the did you see ann Coulter's tweet i don't know if you follow her or not she was talking about how about the schools pay for you know the uh the tuition issues that are going on right now with these kids and you know to me that kind of sounds more um <laughs> you know more realistic because you know they're the ones making all the money at the end of the day you know it's like school these uh schools are are just rolling in money and then they're like you said you know the schools are already indoctrinating these kids with you know weird thought and you know all the craziness going on with their politics and you see these kids getting out with gender studies degrees that are no more than a you know advancement to mcdonald's management and then they get they have thousands of dollars in debt and they wonder why they can't get out it's like you know I went to a six month trade school and I've had a, you know, 20 year career doing what I'm doing now. And then, you know, and I've lived a, I think I've lived a pretty good life. You know, it's like people can do that. They don't have to, you know, spend four or six years living off mom and dad, you know, and, and then, you know, come out and best thing they can get is a fast food job. You know, it's, Right. I don't know. We got to do the school thing better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, and then parents got to be more I, on it as well because, you know, like a lot of parents tell the kids nothing and then the kids know nothing or the kids want to rebel. I think it's got to be a whole thing. Everybody's got to pretty much be on board with it. Yeah. But um, anyways, I'm not going to take your time up anymore. I'm glad I got to talk to you. I love your videos. Love your show. and appreciate you talking to me. Thanks a lot. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Have a good one.
All righty, let's get to a few more calls here. And um, let's go. All righty, 8869, who am I speaking to? Anthony. Yes. All right, hey, Dave Dubai and ADAPT2030 here. I saw and listened to a couple people talking about the World Economic Forum reset, the Great Reset. Now, my study is of 400-year cycles in solar activity, 11-year solar activity cycle of high solar activity at solar maximum and the low solar activity at solar minimum on the 11-year cycle. Well, there's a larger, more powerful cycle on the 400-year time frame, which we're coming into right now. It's a grand solar minimum that's going to usher in reduced global crop yields. And from this point forward, especially this year, it's going to be markedly lower crop yields and prices are going to spike. And each year to 2028 will be the lowest period of crop production globally. So how would you control a populace? you would have to give it a different excuse as to why there would be control for food distribution points, why we're waiting six feet apart. We're being trained for rationing. This is what I think the Great Reset is about, a one-all encompassing excuse why you're being controlled and you and I and everybody else this grand solar minimum follows over the last 10 cycles of, let's say, the last 4,000 years of human history, there just won't be enough food at the level that's going to get extremely expensive. The last thing is, every grand solar minimum, there is a reset of the economy. And I encourage everybody out there that's heard this for the first time to look at what happened in the Maunder Minimum in 1640 and go back 400 years into the Sporter Minimum and see what we might be in for right now in terms of how expensive food will be. And since nobody has skills to grow their own food anymore or how to prepare or repair anything, well, we're reliant on a just-in-time delivery system and mega farming, agribusiness. And if they can't produce, well, consumer are at the behest of them. If we don't have 10 for 10, we only have nine this well, how are we going to distribute that? Then we start to look at the social credit score. If you're the better of the citizens, well, maybe you'll get the better food this week. And you can see how everything's setting up for one excuse and just go back in history and take a look. And thanks for letting, letting me talk there, Anthony. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for the call. All righty. Let's get to some more. Let's go... Two two nine on the line. I'm speaking to. Hello. Yes. Hi. This is Dina. Are you there? I'm right here. How's everything going? Good. Hey, gosh, I'm so glad I could get through. I've been trying to call. I've been busy for so long. I have a question for you. What do you think this Dominion and um, the server pool and everything they've done in Germany and everywhere? What do you what do you think is going on with all this? Well, I'm not exactly sure, but I know there's something fishy going on with the whole situation. As far as Germany and what's happening there, 
I don't I don't understand why any of our votes would be going offshore to any kind of server. That just seems just, you know, uh, an oversight that should never be made for sure. You no, know, for sure. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I know now it looks like it's moving into a military operation and I'm just listening and, you know, just YouTubing like all day long. I'm sorry. My name is Dina Hathaway. I'm just a normal person, lives in the Midwest, USA, and I'm a Trump supporter. And I, I've, I've listened to you for a, a while now just surfing through you YouTube, you know, your videos come up and I always listen to you and I, I like what you have to say. I've never called in before and and I've never really felt compelled, but it's just getting to the point where what's going, you know, what, what, what are we to do? You know, when we see the corruption, I mean, you can dig in so deep and it looks like it's, I mean, this is like, James Bond 007 stuff that's out of our brain we couldn't even make a movie about and it's like you know I want to help I I, want to help any way I can or I mean I have resources to help I mean not espionage ways but (laughs) you know just get involved in communities and I've never been involved in anything and I'm just like dang somebody's got to and I know you are and a lot of other people are out there, you know, putting a voice out there. But what do we do? Well, I mean, the main thing you can get involved in your community, whatever you whatever kind of way you can. You could put information out there. Espionage. I can't say you could do that, but I'm not saying you shouldn't do that either. Um, you <laughs> no, know, <laughs> no, no, I, I, have no, I have no way to do that. Well, just, just if you have any kind of information, just gather information. Uh, disseminate information and just get the, the word out there. If anybody that you know, if if you can, you know, encourage people to be more involved politically, if that's possible, you can do that because this is going to take all hands on deck. Whatever you can do, whatever kind of angle you can approach it from, you can do that just to help the whole situation. Where, where do you, where do you see our, our, our movement needs to go from, what we're facing right now. I mean, we are facing a battle. I don't think any of anybody in our generation's ever faced. I mean, for sure. I mean, now that everything's being uncovered, all this corruption, I mean, the, the veils being pulled off of everybody's eyes and we're seeing, you know, Oh my gosh, we've been like being living a lie for all these years. It's kind of an awakening in a one way, and then you're just shocked. I don't know how to act. And I have a job where I'm able to listen to lots of, I listen to Crowder, and I listen to you, and, you know, I listen to Candace Owens, and I listen I listen to so many different people, and I, I'm like, Wow what can the normal person out here just listening to all these people do to help you guys? I mean, I understand getting involved in the community. I talk to my friends at work and they're like, yeah, well, we don't know. And, you know, and they go back to work. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know what to do. I, I feel like I really want to do something and I don't know. Well, I think I, I may have given you some things you can do, you know, lo- local government, city council, any, any kind of way that you can, Get creative. Think of some ways 
But, you know, if, if you can't necessarily do anything, don't don't feel too pressured to do something. Um, but I think the main thing is just being able to get information out there any kind of way you can and being able to gather information. If, if you know anybody, just, you know, that's 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 the best way that I, I would say. I don't really have a direct plan for everyone because everyone is different and everybody can help in their own way. Just, you know, I think the main thing I would say as I close and to get to the next call, just be creative and think of ways that you can contribute. It doesn't have to be a one size fit all thing. Just think about your own way. That's the best way I can answer it. And thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. You keep doing what you're doing. You're awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All righty. I got time for one more call. And then I wrap it on up, put a bow on the top. Andy, Andy Ray, listen, man, if you want to get on the line, what you could do is, you know, maybe put your, your area code there, maybe ask, because I, you know, I don't, I don't know who's calling. All I could do is look at the, the number. I have no idea who's calling. I just answer. All right. And um, if you called in, no, nah, okay, you good. Let's, let's get to this one. 813, you don't know who I'm speaking to. Hey, this is Anthony. All righty, man. What's going on? I've been trying to call you um, for a while. I want to talk about first that um, how, how did Big Tech really, talking about 2016, how did they really change this whole Russia collusion? Um, who, how, when you think about it, Russia, when, when, when do we ever buy anything from Russia? Everything is made in China. Um, but, you know, somehow they, they sold us into this craziness where Russia really cares more than China. When everybody knows that, you know, it's, it's basically we buy from China every single day. It's crazy. I'm not understanding what your, what your question was. No, I'm basically saying that um, we never buy anything made in Russia as you know, yeah. consumers. It's basically mainly made in China. So obviously China, every single election will be the one that cares what happens with the election, not Russia. So this whole thing about Russia collusion, Russia interference is, it's like really bogus, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, the, the, the actual, the bigger threat here is clearly uh, China, but they're going to keep talking about Russia, Russia, Russia. And I think exactly. they don't want to talk, they don't wanna talk about, they don't want to talk about China because China, they're, they're in the pocket of China. So they don't want to talk about the, the cash cow, the Chinese Communist Party. They don't want to talk about them because that just goes against their whole thing. And big tech also, they're all, you know, everything's China, Democrats, big tech, big pharma. Like you heard about how Trump just did a revolutionary um, decrease in pay in uh, big pharma. You know, he got a big chunk out of them. So, and then he also said that the propaganda that was against Trump was mainly big pharma. So it's big pharma. China, big tech, Democrats, the liberals, like everybody against Trump. Right, so he's taking right. all of them on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
All right, but man. let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm optimistic, but sometimes you like you lose faith, and then you get optimized <laughs> again. It's like a roller coaster with the whole election. It's been crazy, man. We got to keep on going because it's not going to stop. Uh-huh. You know, we get past this is going to be the next thing, and the next thing is always going to be a fight, man. But thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. Keep it up. All righty. That will be it for the calls. If you couldn't get on, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. You got to blend the white man. But I will be back live again on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. The first hour or so was just me talking about whatever's going on. And then we do calls for the last two hours of the show. Thank you all for being here. Most certainly appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, because I still got super chats on deck, so I ain't going anywhere for about 10 to 15 more minutes. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And also, if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now. And when you do that, click the bell so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. All righty. We got super chats on deck. I'm going to read those. Then I wrap it on up, put the bow on the top. So let's go. Where was I at? Let me see. Okay. Thank you to Alex Blome and now also your donations. Thank you to Daniel Burgess who says, look up executive order on imposing certain sanctions on the event of foreign interference. I read that one. Thank you to Jay Karen who says, what chances do we have of getting one or both Senate seats from Georgia? I, I'm not really sure. I don't really know. A high chance, I would say, but I don't really know the exact chances. Thank you to Raul Campbell who says, Governor Newsom declared entertainment industry as essential. They can be out after curfew. Oh, okay. So... If you are an actor or an actress or a rapper or a lady at a night or something like that, you can be out after midnight or 10, 10 o'clock p.m., but a regular Joe can't be. Why? So is a is the entertainer going to be exempt? And why, why would anybody be under a curfew? Does, does a virus come out at a certain time of night? I mean, it makes no sense. I don't think it's going to be enforceable at all. And I think that they already came out. The sheriffs in L.A. already came out and said that they're not going to enforce that. Why would they enforce it? For what? All you're going to do is have unnecessary police interaction. What if somebody messes around and, and gets shot while trying to enforce some virus regulation? Or you're out past the curfew and you're just in arrest. Now I got to shoot you. How's that going to pan out? But I digress. Shout out to Carport Carl. Great name. Who says... Keep up the good work. Will do. Thank you. Shout out to Carl's opinion, my man. It's been a while. Who says, to your caller, imagine being the poor black guy in Alabama in 1945, being asked to work on civil rights movement. It took 20 years, but it got done. Stay strong. Oh, man. That was very good. Very, very good. You know, uh, you know, it took a long time. It was, you know, it can't just be, oh, it's a bump in the road. I'm going to stop right now. Or, oh, it, you know, nah, got to keep on going. Keep on going. Let me see. Thank you to YS3, and I'm going to read your name, who says, um, Hey, ABO, what do you think we conservatives should do if Biden is elected? Like, what is the plan for the next year, especially us in places like Cali? You got to just fight it. You got to keep fighting against this whole thing. Never let up because they're not going to let up on the other side. So you don't let up either. What the left wants you to do is give up because it makes it easier for them to keep fighting and do whatever they want. 
They have you wearing the wig and the dress talking about this inclusion. If you don't wear it, you're racist. If you stop fighting. But hey, let's move on to the next one. Thank you to Sharon who says, check out Jermaine Baccio's show today. He has an interview with Sydney. Oh, the interview of Sydney on with more information. Good stuff. We must be patient though. So this is done correctly. Thank you to G Kill Setup who says, like to call your show and share some insight from what I've seen in New York City while working in certain areas. Not just another echo chamber perspective. Thank you to Nicole J who says, keep being an honest voice. Will do. Thank you. Shout out to um, La Brabbles. I know I butchered that name. I know. Sorry, I'm off. I got blamed the white man. Who says, BLM equals ballot lies matter. Hashtag ballot lies matter. Shout out to Galo who says, thank you. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Bay one who says, for the gloomy viewers, let the process play out. The Second Amendment is the last line of defense. Knowledge is the first. Don't worry, we are in good hands. Hashtag MAGA. There you go. Thank you to JVS H Town who says ABO viewers help by supporting and sharing his stream and many others. Five dollars or whatever. It all keeps them able to bring the truth out. Support OAN and RSBN, Jeff Mack, Andy No, those that show truth. Exactly. Very good guys to be affiliated with. No problem. Thank you to New Way Boston Noah for the donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Shout out to Brent Blackwell who says Stacey Abrams had nonstop lawsuits until they changed the law for her and made a signature check easy to beat. Governor Kent folded like a cheap suit. Thank you to Andy Ray for the donation that says Trump 2020. Shout out to Bearbait who says great call Navajo Nation, man. Yeah, shout out to my man for the Navajo Nation out there in New Mexico. Thank you to Theophrastus Returns who says when you hear anyone say let's move on, they really mean give up and let me win. Exactly. Bingo. Thank you to Andy Ray who says, you're saying Trump is done. Uh, I don't know who said that. Thank you to Matt K67 for your donation. Thank you to Jake Wilfer who says, InfoWars. Shout out to Barney Rubble who says, did you see where Biden's Facebook page said it's changed from president-elect to politician? It was pointed out to me today, not 100% sure. It used to be president-elect, but now it's politician. Thank you to uh, Bravo Dad 62 for your donation and Crazy Ivan who says the acquisition and preservation of freedom is never ending war for there will always be men who want to rule over other men. Wow. I'll read it one more time. Hold on. Let me go back to where I was. The acquisition and preservation of freedom is a never ending war for there will always be men who want to rule over other men. Facts. Thank you to Wolfgang Dio, who says Tucker was right as a journalist. Power as an attorney comes drone strike right here. By the way, keep in the fight, everyone. Defenders need it. That's it. Thank you to Yui, U-I-I, who says people seem to forget how quickly, pe people seem to forget so quickly how Trump defeated the Russia collusion allegation, impeachment, etc. in his first term. If Trump is upbeat now, I can't help but believe him. Good point. Thank you to uh, Wolfgang Dio, who says, my offensive strategy, wreck up them credit cards with Legos, puzzles, and super chats. If they lock me up in the gulag, at least I invested in myself. Hilarious. Thank you to G Kill Setup, who says, I've been trying to call and tell you what's going on in New York. Many of these callers are for southern states or western states. Shout out to Andy, who says, I'm not going to read the first part. He said, with Joe Biden trying to suppress Second Amendment rights, do you think that gun owners will actually rise against Gov and start civil war? I, I mean, 
Second Amendment rights, well, what does that really mean? Does it mean that Joe Biden will have the federalists come and take your guns away from you? I, I don't, that's not going to really happen, you know, because I lost all my guns in a tragic boating accident, first of all. Second of all, if I had a gun, which I don't because they're in the boating accident, but if I had them, I mean, you got to come find them. And that's not going to be a thing that actually happens, in my opinion. Thank you to Tim or TM, Sean, who says, what do you think about the Great Reset? I don't know a lot about it, honestly. I need to read up on it. Thank you to uh, Song Hee Yu for the Super Chat emoji animation donation. Thank you to Sharon, who says, CBS headline, Trump may have to transition to private life. Me, yes, like Obama did. <laughs> Shout out to Divine Feminine Queen who says, ABL cannabis is a deep subject for many people. Most people that smoke marijuana are not trying to get crack, meth, heroin high. I used to think that way, but that's the case for most people. You're awesome. And thank you for that. I appreciate you. I'm not saying it is. I'm just talking about the position that it has in society. But that's a whole different issue. Thank you for your donation. I appreciate you. Thank you to Charles Hunter Jr. who says, at Stop the Steal in Phoenix, people I've talked to mention rent forgiveness, which screws landlords over. Many folks also mention how kids in school are taught they can pick their genders. Wow. Thank you to Hudson Jackson II, who says, the hashtag Great Reset, kick out the UN, arrest Soros, Hillary, and Obama, cancel the Federal Reserve, and Hollywood restore the Constitution. There you go. Thank you to Andy Ray for your donation i'm not gonna read that one no can't do that for you boss thank you to daniel burgess hold on um for becoming an abo supporter thank you to holly c lockwork who says never never ever give up there is always hope thank you to fried cash who says salty cracker v video was good thank you abo god bless Thank you to Nada Boy who says abo we need a ma'am 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 cup <laughs> can't super chat or chat from my phone new q bar update we had an awesome rally today in Georgia. Governor Audit Now. Thank you to Jamie Fain who says, thank you for being you. Ain't no problem. Can't, can't be nobody else. Everybody else is taken. Thank you to Not A Boy for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Do I have email? Yes, I do. GQ set up. It's contact at anthonyblogan.com. Again, contact at anthonyblogan.com. If you go to my website, everything's right there on the contact page. The website's in the description box below. Go to the contact page. I got my email, my snail mail, social media, all that good stuff right there on the page. Thank you to Alex who says, I tried to call Portland Loves Freedom. Divine Feminine Queen says, 10 p.m. curfew. Does the virus come out at a certain time of night? <laughs> Love it. Thank you to New Wave, Boston Noble for the Your Amazing Emoji donation. Thank you to Mia or Maya Strong who says, with the curfew, I have to go out to the stores when everyone else is there, coughing all over everything. The After Hour says, ABLM, Anthony Bryan, Logan Matters, love from Sin City. Thank you. I appreciate you. Shout out to Gary Sickinger who says, you are my news. I appreciate that. Divine Feminine Queen says, still laughing about Giuliani hair that running down his face. Classic. Uh, Truth, not fiction matters says, Pennsylvania rules against recount. And shout out to Milos who says, it's been a long time from 40,000 subs. I'm still here. You're Serbian sub. So thank you, man. I appreciate you, boss. All right. That's all I got for tonight. I appreciate you guys for being here. I'll be live again on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And next Saturday, of course, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, Three-hour stream always.
first hour is me talking, second hour is calls. And uh, thank you to the mods for keeping all them trolls in check. Thank you to Bill from the Hills, Zealand Zen, Killer Sushi, um, everybody that's here, Charles Turner Jr. Shout out to all you guys. I put 10,000. All you guys doing a great job. But that will be it. Hold on. I'm on Super Chat right there. Not a boy says, have you or a loved one received a virus vaccine and have experienced XYZ symptoms called 1-800-XX? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming. But guess what? Hey, I don't know nothing. Somebody say, hey, do you know anybody? Look, I don't know a thing. I don't know anybody in the world. I don't know what the virus is. I know nothing. I'm not snitching on nobody. All right. So that is all I got for tonight. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.